Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome on into Sports Take. Woo! By the great people at Jacob Sports YouTube channel. There's Derek Gunn. There's Barrett Brooks. I am Rob Ellis. If it looks like we have a little extra pep in our step, first of all, it's Cowboys Week, which means we don't mess around. That's We're not one. messing around on Woo! Cowboys Week. That's one. We, we come right out of the shoot with the man himself who has done battle many a time with the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> on the field. The great. Ron Jaworski. Ron, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? Hey, Rob. It's, it's great to be with you and Derek and Barrett, my guys, man, talking ball for a long, long time. And it is Dallas week. How can you not be fired up about the damn Cowboys? Right. <laughs> I took me back to 1980 when they came into Philadelphia and we put a whooping on their butt, man. It was it was probably the biggest win over the Dallas Cowboys in Eagle history. I would concur. I, I 100% that is correct, Ron. That was the biggest moment, the most clutch, the most exhale kind of moment. I was there as a little kid freezing my tail off watching the game, but it was the, <laughs> it was the best, man. I have memorabilia all over the, the house from that game. So I I would I would agree 100%. Do you still do you still get the the, the feels, Ron, that week, man, that it's like you kind of a little bit of you want to be out there, you can't wait for the game. Do you still get that feeling? 100%. Uh, you know, when, when you play for Dick Vermeil and think back to that era, those of us that remember it, um, it was about beating the Cowboys. And, you know, when Dick came into Philadelphia, he knew the Cowboys were the best team in the NFC East, and we had to catch them and eventually surpass them if we're going to be a championship football team. So when the schedule came out, there were two big circles on the schedule, the Dallas games. Those were the games that we pointed because we knew they were America's team, coined by Steve Sable in NFL Films. We were ticked off about that. They're America's team. We should be America's team. <laughs> Dick used everything to motivate our football team. The Cowboys were our target from day one at training camp. So, you know, it's still it, – here we are 42 years later, 45 years later. I still get two stuff when the schedule comes out. I circle those two Dallas games. I say, these are the ones we got to win. That's Yo, awesome. I'm going to show with them, you know, every weekend doing um, Eagles pre- and post-game show. And I – I mean, there isn't a time that we don't talk about Dallas, but – you know, we usually don't look past opponents as analysts, but this time we just had to do it. And, and me and Jaws, you know, for the entirety of the program, we're just talking about that game, man. Even before the Bears even kicked off, we were talking about it. Hey, hey Barrett, I'm sitting in my office at home right now, and you'll recognize what this is. The Cowboy Clicker. <laughs> yes. The Cowboy Clicker. Yep, we call the Cowboy. I, I swing to my right. You know what I got on? Cowboys Jacksonville game for last. <laughs> I, I want to come to the show on Saturday with some dynamite stats and stuff. So I'm I'm always ready to go. Extra preparation for Dallas week. Got to, got to. Hey, Jobs, I'm going to put you in a coach's chair for just a moment. You are now the current coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. You've already beaten Dallas once this year. What are you telling these guys every day leading up to this rematch? 
we're better than Dallas. If we play Philadelphia Eagle football the way that you've been coached to play it, the way this offense and defense special teams are designed, we are a better football team than the Dallas Cowboys, and we will beat the Dallas Cowboys. This is a very confident football team. The culture in that locker room within the organization, give Jeffrey and Howie and Don Smolinski and all those guys a lot of credit. They built a great culture within the organization. And this, this is, and I, I, I will stand by this statement, the most talented roster in the NFL. The mm-hmm. most talented roster in the NFL. That doesn't mean you're going to win every game. But right. to try to find a weakness on this football team right now. There isn't one. Right. Yeah, Josh, the depth is what really blows you away. And let's talk about Gardner Minshew. And it became official today that he's going to be the starter. You know, the thing I like the most about him, Josh, he doesn't turn the ball over. I mean, he's got 41 touchdowns to 12 interceptions in his career. You know, he, he's done a nice job when he's been afforded the opportunity. And I know you look, large majority of your career, you were a starter, but you've played both roles. You've been that guy who, who's jumped in there in certain situations. Tell me about him and that mindset that he's going to carry into this game. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting you mentioned that because in my formative years, I was a backup quarterback with the L.A. Rams. I come to Philly. I'm a starter for 10 years. I go back up Dan Marino for two years in Miami. So you got to kind of suppress your personality, want to play and all that. But, you know, you know, the starting quarterback, he's the leader of the football team. The backup guy can't be going, hey, I want to play. I should be in there. That, you know, that's not a good team guy. So you really have to have the mentality that when you're the starter, you're the guy. When you're the backup, you suppress your personality and you support the starting quarterback. And Minshew has been absolutely terrific in that role. You know, he has said it publicly. He wants to play. He'd like to be a starter again. When he was in Jacksonville, I mean, he, he had runs where he was damn good. He had somewhere he was damn bad. So that's usually why you're a backup quarterback. It's consistency. But you'd like to have a guy that you know, like last year against the Jets, comes in, goes 20-25, they win the football game. First thing he goes to coach says, hey, yeah, what's going to take for me to become a starter? You know, <laughs> I like that mentality of a guy that wants to be the starter, but I like the fact that he can suppress his personality and give up the leadership reins to Jalen Hurts. Mm. That's huge when you know think about it. you know. But Jalen, at this point, we know he's not going to play, but I know we were sitting there watching the game, and immediately you said, oh, my goodness, he said that looks like from right from what you saw right then. You said that, that looks like at least two weeks. I was like, "What? No, no, he'll be fine. He'll be fine." You know, but you know, you were adamant about saying, you know, that's something you just don't get up and just shake yourself off with and walk away from. You know, yeah. what did you see from that play that really made you think that from that point? Yeah, Barrett, I've been in that situation, and I I, I did uh, have a broken bone in my shoulder and you know, separated shoulder in 1975, first game of the NFL season in Fulton County Stadium, Atlanta. I, out of all plays. A quarterback sneak, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, you sneak, I, leap up, I leap up over the top of the pile, and Tommy Nobis grabs me at the top and just drives my shoulder into the ground. It it, just, it was it brought back horrible memories when I broke my shoulder when I saw Jalen go down because he really couldn't help himself. Mm. You know, you saw how he went to the ground, his shoulder went in the ground. The full weight of Gibson went on top of him. If, if that would have been in the pocket, Gibson would have got a penalty and been ejected because he picked his arms up off the ground to make sure that he drove that shoulder of Jalen Hurts into the ground. And I always say this, and, you know, people laugh. And, you know, Barrett's been around this league a long time. We've been listening to coaches, and we're offensive guys, but we hear defensive coaches. And, you know, I can remember Buddy Ryan's speeches and Marion Campbell's speeches in, you know, pregame and all that. And they don't say, 
hey, when you get to the quarterback, please wrap him up gently. <laughs> they don't say that. They say, bust his sternum, bend his face mask, fracture his ribs. We want to knock him out of the game. So that's the mentality you're dealing with. I thought they were just gentle, kind souls who wanted to oh, lay yeah. you down properly. <laughs> right? sure, yeah, from your career, I'm shocked. I, Mike Hartenstein and yeah. Lawrence Taylor yeah. weren't doing that kind of thing. Why are you giving me those flashbacks? I'm having a nice <laughs> Hey, Josh, I want to throw this conspiracy theory out there for a moment. Okay, so everything that I've been told from the organization is that he's fine. You know, it's a precautionary measure. And I put out there a few days ago, they said initially one game, possibly two. Now, you have a clinching situation here on this Saturday where you can wrap up everything. I I think in, in all the years I've covered this game, if they kept him out of that Saints game, now, this is just my opinion, but I think it's a little bit more than just a sprain because, you know, you, you, you're putting in a situation where we know you're the best team in the NFC. We, we assume that you're going to get home field advantage, but you got to do it, you know, and let's make let's face it. He is the catalyst of this team and the Saints are a, a dead dog, but they still have a lot of talent. You just don't know. Could it possibly be something a little bit more than just a sprain, like a rotator issue? Well, I believe it's an organizational decision. Okay. You know, you're talking about a guy that's going to be your franchise quarterback for a long time. You just don't go to the trainer and say, what do you think? Mm-hmm. You know, you, first thing you do, you get Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman and the organization involved. You get the coaching staff involved, and then you get the medical team and the doctors involved. This is an organizational decision. But it's a big decision. It's not, hey, let him go out there and play ball. He's, right. he's Hey, we all know how tough he is. Yep. We all know how big and strong he is. We all know he wants to play. Those are all the attributes we love about Jalen Hurts. Right. But you've got to be smart. you know. And I think the obvious goal is to win the world championship and hoist that Vince Lombardi trophy. And, hey, you know, we're going we're, we're gonna, to we're gonna get a bye week. I mean, it just, it, it, the magic number is one with three weeks to go. Yep. One way or another, we're going we're gonna to get a bye week and have playoff games, at least one in Philadelphia and hopefully two in and on to Phoenix. But, you know, I said it on a, after the game, and I said to Ms. Barrett mentioned, Barrett mentioned, I've said it on some radio shows I've done this week. Unless he is 100%, not even 99, not even yeah. 99.9, unless he's healthy, don't put him in harm's way. Jaws, if, if this week does him good and he's feeling fine, let's say by the Saints game, Giants game, even if you have it wrapped up, do you get him a little bit of time so he doesn't have five weeks off in between the Bears game and the divisional round of the playoffs? How would you approach that? Yeah, Rob, I, I think we've seen it through the years. Everyone is different. Every team approaches it a different way. Every quarterback is different. Their makeup is different. You know, personally for me, I wanted to play. So, you know, it, I, even if you got things clinched and the game is meaningless, I would want to play because I – I'm a repetition player. That's how I throw. I need practice. I like to be with my guys. Some guys can take a week off and go out there and wouldn't miss a heartbeat. I was not that guy. I don't know the kind of guy Jalen Hurts is. Does he need reps at practice every day? Does he need to be, you know, preparing as a starter every day? I don't know that. So I think you got to look at each case individually with the players. If you know, if you want to rest him or play him. So I was, I always like to preseason games. I always like to play a quarter and the last preseason game a half. Just to, just to get in that rhythm of the game. So if you're out five weeks, and it's like it's, it's like opening day. We know usually opening day, the play isn't very good around the National Football League. Yeah, it's a long time for sure. Yeah. I know it's a long time, but will they change up this offense? How? What's the severity? Well, how much will they change up this offense as compared to what Jalen has? I know they're not going to run a lot of the um, zone reads, but uh, comparably, how's the passing game going to be a little different from what you saw with Jalen? 
Well, Barrett, as you know, it was a zone read that Jalen got hurt on, so they made they make it real some of those zone reads all together <laughs> right now. They want to yeah. keep him healthy. And he's carried the ball 156 times. The NFL record for number of rushes from a quarterback is 176 by Lamar Jackson. So he was going to break Lamar Jackson's record. You keep putting your quarterback in harm's way, and Barrett, you and I discuss this every week on the show. Hey, Jalen's playing great. I hate those hits he's taking. I hate those hits he's taking. You know, there's a cumulative effect to all those hits. They wear your body down, and it just—it's it, eventually it's going to happen. So I, I think you'll. Pro- I love this offense, by the way. I absolutely love it. It's a hybrid offense. We've got we had very complex, sophisticated passing game concepts. It's got the power running game, which offensive linemen love, and athletic offensive linemen love the screen game. We get outside in the perimeter, and they have the zone read, and they have the basic RPO. So it is a complex, sophisticated offense that wreaks havoc on a defense. That's another reason why I think the quarterback has to play when the time is right, rather than sit on the bench. All right, so Josh, then with with Minshew, how do you get him? How do you get him in a groove in this game? Do you? Do you run? Do you start with the run game simply because you, Jacksonville just ran up and down their spines for 192 yards? Do you get them a short, quick passing game to get them in a rhythm? How would you set the stage for him in this game? This is this is the kind of game. If I would project the game, I'd like to see the Eagles control the ball for 35 to 40 minutes. You okay. can do that against this Dallas defense. They are not stout against the run, and they get you in the passing situation. That's when Micah Parsons and all their pass rush weapons are turned loose, and their scheme gets turned loose. They have a very good blitzing scheme. They have a gambling secondary. You know, we, we, we know they're a good football team, but make them play mono-on-mono football. Make them play the physical game. I love our offensive line in this matchup. I, I'm, I'm looking at Barrett as I'm talking, Derek. I said, what happened, what happened to Miles Sanders last week? Why, why did we forget about Miles? This ought to be a game where the fans, like we did against San Francisco, remember a couple of years ago, run the ball. Yeah. <laughs> run the ball. With the running back, by the way. We're in the studio going, what are they doing? Right. What are they doing? Get, get, get Miles and get this This offensive line is a killer offensive line. Dallas Goddard's going to be back. He's one of the best blocking tight ends in the league, as well as one of the best receiving tight ends in the league. Come up and hit him in the mouth. You're going to go in Dallas, impose your will on them early. Don't don't try to out-sophisticate the Dallas Cowboys. This is a good physical football team we have in Philadelphia. Go down there and kick their ass. Smash mouth. I love it. Hit them in the mouth. I love it, man. (laughs) Let's talk about Dallas's offense because they've had some really costly turnovers, and Prescott's been throwing interceptions quite a bit of late. We know they have the good running attack, the sort of dual-headed running attack with Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. CeeDee Lamb on the outside is already over 1,000 yards. But what's the key here to nullifying what they're able to do offensively? Well, it's, it, it, it's forced Dak into uncommon platforms. It, you, know, is, you know, as I watch his, you know, he's got the 11 interceptions. I think. If I watch his interceptions, it's usually when he's on an uncommon platform. No, there's not a nice, clean pocket where you can plan, step, and throw. Force him to move one way or another. Force him to throw off balance. That's when he gets himself – in trouble with his inaccuracy. So I think the way, plus the way this defense is pressuring the quarterback right now, get him in a known passing situation. Make Dak Prescott beat you. Now, hey, they, they, got, they made a nice acquisition in T.Y. Hilton, by the way. Yep. C.D. Lamb is phenomenal. Yep. But you can take him out of the game. He's going to get his, but you can take him out of the game. They have not had that complimentary receiver in Dallas that scares the defense. Say, ooh, if we keep doubling him, someone else is going to beat him. T.Y. Hilton, who they acquired just a couple of weeks ago, you know, he's going to be active now. He's a very good slot receiver. And yep. it's probably the area where the Eagles have had some issues a little bit this year. Not many. This team doesn't have many issues. But I think the slot, quarter, you know, is really an area where, where with T.Y. Hilton would cause me a little bit of concern. Mm. 
How, well, how is Dallas Goddard going to come in and change our offense? With Because you know, we've been without him for the past four, five weeks now. Um, will they just go ahead, you know, because they love to overcorrect. Are they just going to just pound the ball with him, you know, screen, 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 middle class? I mean, they just, are, they, are you think they're going to force feed him or are they just going to let the offense go smoothly? Because he did have 100 yards against the Jets with, uh, with uh, Garner Minshew uh, the last time we played together. Yeah, well, we, we got better receivers than we had last year too. We got we we, we got a repertoire <laughs> of receivers right now. You can you I, I mean pick your poison. You know we say it every week. Pick your poison with this team. You can't double one guy all day. The other guys will will beat your butt. You can't stop one part of the running game. They'll beat your butt. The screen game uh, when Dallas was was active was tremendous. It hasn't been as good with him out. He's a really good because he he's a good inline blocker. So people respect that part of his game. All of a sudden he starts blocking. They don't expect a screen. Defense gets gets fooled on it, and also he's making big plays in the screen game. But he, I mean, I here's what, here's what I love about Dallas Goddard. Obviously, big, strong, physical, violent kind of receiver. I learned a long time ago if you control the area of the field between the hash area, just control that area there with your tight end. Now all of a sudden, the safety's got to worry about it. The linebackers can't be buzzing as deep and wide. That opens up all the other passing games. If you've got a, 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 a complementary tight end to your wide receivers. Man, it makes it tough on the defense. So having having Dallas back, and he's got the full passing tree. He can run every single route effectively. He's not, you know, he's not a speed merchant, but he's fast. You know, he, he's not a guy that gives you all the juke and stuff, but he comes out of his break and creates separation. That's the kind of tight end. And his size, his body, you know, he just body people up and make the catch. Hey, Josh, this is a, this is a topic we've debated debated a couple of times now, and I want to get your perspective. Outside of Jalen Hurts, who's the MVP of this team? Well, I, I think Patrick Mahomes is having a great year, and and, and I think well, Josh no, I mean, Allen. The Eagles. I mean, just the Eagles MVP outside of oh, by, by the Eagles MVP. Just the Eagles MVP. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of offensive linemen playing well. I think Jason yeah. Kelsey's had a great year. I mean, we're talking about the MVP. It might be the MVP if you look at how guys play. But yeah. Not a quarterback. You know, the quarterback. Yeah, be the glamour position. You got. <laughs> you know, he's going to get all the props. But man, Hassan Reddick has been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. I sit here, like I said, I, I watch these tapes. I've watched, man, what he does is, is, is outstanding. He's had, he's had a tremendous, tremendous year. Uh, TJ Edwards has had an awesome year, an awesome year. I hope we can keep him next year because this guy has grown into be a, a top-notch NFL linebacker. Yes, he has. There are just a couple. And A.J. Brown, what can you say about A.J. Brown? When he, yeah. You know, the couple games he, he was off, he was hurt. Now, there is no doubt in my mind he was hurt. He, he tweaked his ankle on a sideline route. He was, like, a couple weeks he was, like, missing. Well, four or five catches is missing for A.J. Brown. He wasn't giving us the explosive plays. He's had a phenomenal year as well. You could throw those guys into the mix as well. Hey, Ron, let, let me ask you. I mean, you know how hard it is just to win in this league. To have a team right now that's 13-1, and one, to be able to start the way that they've started, and the improvement from a 9-8 and eight team last year. I mean, do you look at what the, the roster – you talked about the depth a little bit earlier that Howie Roseman has put together. It's stunning, man, how, how, how good this team is and how loaded they are right now. Yeah, and I, you know, I, and I question some of Howie's picks. I mean, I, you know, picking up Bradbury in the offseason, end up being a stroke of genius. I wasn't completely sold for this simple reason. If a guy got run out of Carolina, got run out of New York, why is he so good? You know, that, that that's just the first question I ask. Mm-hmm. Well, he's good. So I'm going to hey, I, I whatever it was, I don't know, but why he got run out of two other teams. But he's played fantastic football here, and we'll see if we can keep him long term. But it'll probably be doubtful because there's such a, a need for – uh, cornerbacks in this league so that was a great acquisition because here white has been although he doesn't he doesn't splash 
-hmm. He makes a lot of those plays that, you, that, that are uncommon plays. He's making plays that he, he's got speed, so he runs guys down. Slower linebackers aren't making that play. So, no, they're really, really good acquisition. You know, like I said, Red, and then all of a sudden, we can't stop the run against the commanders, right? They're, run, they're holding the ball for 40 minutes. What does Howie do? Yeah, what does he do? And Damakung Su, mm -hmm. Linval Joseph. Two great mid-season moves. I don't know where he's getting the money from. Jeffrey Worth Morgan must have a checkbook on the side somewhere. I don't, I don't know how you're signing these guys late in the season and they're playing at an all-pro level. So, I mean, Howie has been really right on target all season long. He's going to be the executive of the year. Mm -hmm. So, what's the biggest? What's his biggest key matchup of this game? I'm I'm sorry, Derek. What's the biggest key matchup of this game? Probably, uh, probably our offensive line against the Cowboys' defensive line. Okay. I, I, if I look there, that'll be the trenches. And, and you know, it's one thing. Almost every every week, we you know when we do our shows, Barrett and I talk about what do we think. It usually comes down to the trenches. And as yeah. I was talking about Howie, you know. I thought he's an unbelievable job this year. Ever since he's been the GM here, he's always focused on offensive and defensive line. Yep. I mean, and what the record of the Eagles has been with him in charge, the offensive line's always been good, sometimes great. And the defensive line's always been good, sometimes great. And as a quarterback, I know, man, if I got if I got some, some of those big eaters up in front of me and they're going to protect me, I, you know, I wish the, the league would have a stat because this is, this is just my eyeball test when I look at tape. The cushion a quarterback has in the pocket. Yeah. Is it a yard? Is it five feet? Is it eight feet? I will guarantee you this. The guy that will have the best cushion in the pocket will be Jalen Hurts. He mm -hmm. has the ability literally, unless he unless he starts moving quickly, and that's the one negative I have about Jalen, he will feel the pressure prematurely sometimes because running quarterbacks like to run. You know, that's what they do. He'll feel a little pressure because he thinks he can make a play. But normally he has a very solid pocket where he could plant, step, and throw and have clean vision to throw the football and no one, you know, falling around his legs or hitting him upside the shoulder. So, you know, that, that the pocket that he's been given by this offensive line has been very, very good. Well, let me ask you this, Charles. Um, looking at, looking at, I know you're looking at tape of, of um, Dallas and, and uh, in Jacksonville. Why is Dak broke? You know, what's, I mean, he was a very, very good quarterback. I think he's, he's become very human now. You know, what, what is the problem with him? Cause I mean, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at it, his offensive line isn't as great as it was, but they can run play action. He does get some cover, and he's still throwing passes behind receivers, underthrowing receivers, overthrowing receivers. What, what's wrong with him? It, yeah, what, in fact, you know, what's I, broke? I, Bernard, I, I don't think he's broke, um, but he hasn't elevated his game. And, and I, I can say this historically about Dak. I've always had him as a top 10 quarterback, probably after his second or third year, but he's never elevated himself into that top five, top three. And once you crack that top 10, now you now you got to raise you got to raise your own personal bar of yeah. what you want to do. There's a good enough supporting cast around, except I think the receiving core has been just average outside of CD Lamb, maybe below average outside of CD Lamb. They don't have you know the, the the tight ends they've had historically that that can you know Jason Witten type guys that you know were go to kind of players. Their offensive line is solid. I don't think it's great. We got a guy Jason Peters over there. So when they're when they're bringing him in, you know they get they have some issues with the offense. <laughs> right. They they have good balance. They, they want to run the football and they run the ball very well. You know the combination of Pollard and Elliott are, is a phenomenal, a phenomenal combination to run the football. But as I said earlier, I I see the issues with with Dak sometimes, in the little things. You know the the platform he throws from. The off-balance throws. That's, you know, Lee's throwing way too many interceptions. I think it's 11 is the interception number off the top of my head. 
That's way too many. And you, mm-hmm. to, to be an effective NFL quarterback, you have to be under 2%. And like Jalen's under – well, he probably went up – he went up a little bit this week after two interceptions last week. But if you're under 2%, that's where you need to be to be a premier quarterback in this league. Okay. Ron, what's the best way to contain – I know you're not going to completely stop him, but Micah Parsons, how, how would you go about him not wreaking havoc in this game? We stopped him in that first matchup. Yeah. We, we, yep. we, we, we made his strength become a weakness. It was a brilliant game plan. You know, they ran those zone reads at him and those RPOs. And, you know, when I looked at that tape, I said, it was brilliant, man. You took this guy because he wants to go. He wants to go. He wants to chase. And all of a sudden, he wanted to chase. Let him chase. And the ball's going to go somewhere else. And it really it took away his strength. Now, hey, now they have it on tape. They're going to be coaching him up. And, by the way, the Bears did a really good job last week with scheme. They don't have all the players in defense, but their scheme mm-hmm. is very good. So this is a copycat league. The Cowboys will take some good things away from that Bears game because they they shut down the RPO zone read game pretty good last week. Of course, the Eagles didn't do enough of it, but that's some. We'll t- we talked about that <laughs> earlier. <laughs> hey, where's Miles? But 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 I, when you look at this game, I, I I think really Micah Parsons. If we let him, in other words, get in the third down ten, third down eight, now they dictate what they want to do. So mm-hmm. we don't say in. Ahead of the down and headed down in distance. I, I had to share this with you guys. So I don't know how well you can see it, but this was my my dad was the assistant ticket manager with the Eagles in 1980. And this is the NFC championship game uh, rings that Leonard Toast gave out. I'm going to try and make sure I turn it up right. You can see it the right way. I know Jaws sports his quite a bit, but Super yep. Bowl 15. So it's I thought Ron feet over there. <laughs> yeah. Ron, Ron would enjoy that. Cause I see over your left shoulder, you got the pendant there uh, from the, from the 1980 team and a uh, great moment. So I got to ask you with that as a, as a lead in, obviously the biggest moment would be the NFC championship game, but you went through so many of these battles with the Cowboys, man. What was it like? I mean, what was it like game day, day of, revving up that week, those hours before kickoff, playing the Cowboys during your time? Yeah, well, the, the, the one that resonates the most, Rob, is obviously the, the NFC Championship game. And, you know, it, the weather was so bad in Philly, Vermeil took us down to Tampa so we could at least practice. You know, we didn't have an indoor dome and all the right. fancy accoutrements teams now have now. So we got on a plane, went down to Tampa to practice. And some of you may remember Wilbert was actually nicked up the week before in, in, in our in our first playoff game against Minnesota. So the, the big question mark is Wilbert going to play? It's like, is he healthy? What's going to happen? Well, that was the media look on it, and we knew Wilbert was ready to go. Right, ready to go. We're practicing all week in Tampa. He he got Wilbert was he was a beast, man. One of the, one of the, not only premier people in the world, but one of the premier running backs. And if if Wilbert did not get hurt. He would be a Hall of Famer, by the way. Yeah. But the second play of the game, I write, slot split, 47 slant. I mean, we, we, had our, we had our game plan, and we had an incomplete pass on first down, and I had a touchdown, and I got hit just as I was throwing the football. We had a play action, perfectly designed. <laughs> Damn offensive line, Barrett. Didn't give me <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing a ball. I had Harold sneaking into the post. Probably would have been a touchdown. The second play, but they said their nickel in. We had our, you know, our, our first nickel play was high right slot split, 40, 47 slant. When I handed off to Wilbert, and he broke through the line, and I see him dart to his right, it was the loudest I had ever heard veteran stadium at the time. <laughs> it was an eruption where you just feel the stadium. It was the loudest, maybe any stadium in, in my career that I've heard. The, the fans just exploded. We took that 7 nothing lead. There was no way the Cowboys were coming back in. It was 15 below the wind chill factor. So I was kind of surprised Jalen Hurts would talk about that weather in Chicago that he doesn't like cold weather. Be careful. Be careful now. It gets a little chilly in Philly, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, so the wind chill 
from halftime, I was like 15 below zero. And, and Dallas didn't want to play. And that field was hard. It was icy. We didn't have these warm heaters and all that stuff. You know? <laughs> Before the game, they had garbage trucks run up and down the field to break up the ice, you know. And show that on national TV. <laughs> see, that's, you see, I'm getting chills. Just we were ready to go, baby. I want to oh. play, man. I want to play right now. Man. Oh, my and, and, God. And that's the attitude that I have right now. I want to play so bad. Ever since that final gun sounded against the, the Bears, you know, I've been on this, you know, the, the respect, the lack of respect my Eagles have right now nationally. I, it just pisses me off. I went off. I was going off. I've been going off all week about it. <laughs> Give us our just due. Hassan, I mean, Michael Parson, what? I mean, he has one sack less. They're not respecting him. This offensive line, they're not respecting them. Man, let's go, man. It's, let's just buy. I, I wish I could just take me a pill. Fall asleep until Sunday. I mean, uh, Saturday we, we, at four o'clock. Calm man. you down, Just wake baby, up there. Yeah, really, Ron. It's been like this I all week, it. man. It's know, awesome. Man. Yeah. Hey, hey, Ron. I'm glad he brought that up because I, it, it's. I've been here over 25 years, and it just baffles me. You look at what this Eagles team has accomplished. You look at how Jalen Hurts has turned his game around 200. percent And like Barrett said, this team still doesn't get his national respect. Jalen Hurts still doesn't get his national respect. Why do you think? People, people, and the media on the outside looking in don't want to give Philadelphia their respect. Gunner, quite honestly, I don't care. <laughs> no. I, 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 I really don't. I, you know, but I don't mean that negatively. Be no I, 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 you know, I, there's some things I just have this tunnel vision, player mentality. Yeah. Next play, next game. You know, everyone's down the road. We went three of five, and all. Where's the home? I was, yeah. The yeah. only, I, I just, it's just the way I was. You know, after 17 years of being with coaches that won close to a thousand games as head coaches, that's my mentality. I don't care about all pro. I don't care about MVP. Right. You know what I yeah. care about? My teammates, the coaching staff, the organization hoisting that Vince Lombardi trophy. Da, da, da. And sometimes when you start looking at the shiny objects out there, you know, I mean, I got, I got, you know, the Burt Bell Award here. I got this award, Player of the Year, Professional Athlete of the Year. It doesn't mean squat. Yeah, it's it nice to have. It doesn't mean squat. Football is the consummate team game, and if you take your eye off the prize by the shiny objects, that's when you get your ass handed to you. Oh yeah, perfect. So I don't mean I don't mean to be benevolent against you know the media or anyone else. I, I'm that's that's my and Barrett goes off. Man, I, that's why I love being about Barrett. Man. We get no respect now. That respect card works at times. We know that. We know yeah, that exactly. We know yeah, exactly. That. We got no respect. You know. <laughs> yeah, they love, maybe 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 Nick is using that. I don't know. But, hey, but he's probably saying Barrett's right, man. We're getting no damn respect. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Ron, it, it's been a pleasure, man. And we, we love your work with Barrett on NBC Sports Philadelphia pre and post game show. Keep up the good work, man. And it's it's always just just great catching up with you, man. Best of uh, hey, thanks, know, Rob. Best thanks, guys. Let's do it again. All right. Absolutely. Take care, Ron. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah, Ron Jaworski. Do you guys know he was also a great baseball player? Yes. Yep. Had an offer from the St. Louis Cardinals coming out of high school to go play baseball. Yeah. I had no offers from anybody coming out of high school. I I barely got to college. No. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow, somehow you made it, right, Barrett? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got recruited, recruited, but not like – my own my home school was supposed to be Mizzou. You know, I'm from St. Louis. Mizzou's only right. an hour and a half away, and they did not recruit me. But yet, I find you know I found it out. USC, Miami, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Kansas State, uh, Northern Illinois, Illinois, all these other teams are recruiting me, and Mizzou does not recruit. So me. bizarre, man. That <laughs> is. Man. That's crazy, bro. It's crazy. 
Wow. You know? I don't get it. I don't get it. All right. That was awesome. And you, that the cowboy thing will never go away from those guys. Like you could see it. Jaws' eyes just light up when he's right, talking right. about the cowboys. It is, right. it's great. After all these years, man, it's still there. All right. Let's get a timeout. Let's dig a little bit more into this, guys. Minshew has officially been named the starter for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts will not go in this one. Eagles protecting him against himself. Nick Sirianni said he, he did everything he could, man. He wanted to get back. He's the toughest dude I've ever been around, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, he, he put that out there, but they, they did the smart thing because he, if he's not ready 100%, you don't do it. All right, so we'll talk about Minshew and the effect that he's going to have. The pro bowlers, we'll give you all the pro bowlers, who's in for the Eagles, who the alternates are as well. If there's anybody who got short shrifted a little bit, we'll do all those kind of things. When we come back, don't go anywhere. And yes, Eric. Yes. As we talked about in the show, we're going to talk about what's our favorite Christmas songs. Yes. And because it's Christmas, I'm going to sing a few bars from my favorite Christmas song. Oh, there we whoa, go. Whoa, there whoa, whoa. Oh, yes. I'm Why don't you sing one from my favorite Christmas song? Huh? Why don't you sing some from my Christmas song? No, because you probably like a Ma- Mariah Carey song. I can't don't get reveal it, Barrett. Don't reveal it. All right. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this, man. He'll, so- he'll, he'll, be, he'll be trying to put me in some octave range and to cause me to go to a hospital <laughs> or something. All right. Well, listen, lock in, man. 2.30, we are going to reveal our favorite Christmas songs, and D-Gun is going to sing his. Tomorrow we're going to do movies, by the way, but we're going to do Christmas songs, and Gunner is going to give us some song stylings. I love it. All right, don't go anywhere. It's a big Thursday. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis hanging out with you. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. I'm going to tell you right now about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group because, look, it can be a real challenge finding the right person to invest your money with, right? You work hard. You want it to pay the dividends for you. You want to be set up later in life. Jim and Principal Financial Group are the right people for that. I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollover with Jim, and I couldn't be any happier. You will be too. Give him a call, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751. You could email him at murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's murray dot Jim at principal.com. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles 
Number one Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown Big Finish Sales Event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. What's up, everybody? Thanks for hanging out with us. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Derek, Barrett, soon. Uh, I am Rob. (laughs) Maybe. 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 (laughs) You got to stick around and find out. It's uh, you never quite know uh, how that's going to play out. But uh, it was great catching up with Jaws, man. He is just the guy to this day. Derek, he he's been such a successful businessman. He could just chill out and do whatever he wanted to do. He could be on an island somewhere. He's still in there breaking film down. You see the clicker like that is that's in in the blood that's DNA man. It's it's mental and physical stimulus man it keeps you young mentally man. Good point. You know there's no cobwebs. You know what I'm saying? They don't have time. Yep. This dude's nonstop with his multitude of golf courses, doing pre and post game shows, other business ventures. You know and you know you can tell he still has that love and passion of the game. You just mentioned the word football. And it just brings this exuberant Lights smile up. on his face. And he's so animated with his hands and stuff. When he does. And I love to sit – you know, people say, I love talking to certain people about football. No, no, no. I love just sitting and listening to him talk about football. Man. He's one of those guys. You're right. He's one of those guys who just – it doesn't matter what it is. Like, right. you're going you're gonna to come away, like, feeling better, you know, about whatever yes. the discussion was. Um, that's for sure. He is that kind of guy, man. Just an amazing – Amazing person. All right, Barrett hanging back. Whoa, there he is. There he is. Um, all right. So let me let me throw this at you guys and we'll we'll get to, to Gardner Minshew in a moment here. But uh the Eagles had eight pro bowlers selected, came down yesterday. So I'll throw them at you. Um, we'll start on the offensive side. Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Landon Dickerson, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, and Miles Sanders. On the defensive side, Hassan Reddick and Darius Slay. The alternates, Rick Lovato, who's the long snapper, Isaac Sayamalo, the you know, guard, Har- Javon Hargrave, defensive tackle, James Bradbury, cornerback, Brandon Graham, defensive end, Fletcher Cox, defensive tackle, Jordan Mailata, offensive tackle, Josh Sweat, defensive end, and Devontae Smith, wide receiver. So, you know, that's a ton. That's 17 guys yep. between the Pro Bowl and out. So, and they had more, the eight that were selected are more than any other team. So it's hard to sit here and be like, oh, you know, so-and-so got cheated. No, they, the Eagles got recognized. Let's be clear about that. Um, so we'll get to who guys who could have possibly gotten in 
in a second. But I'm happy for like a Miles Sanders who hasn't had this distinction before. You know, I'm happy for guys getting – I think it's, it's obviously Dickerson's first time. I was kind of a little surprised by that one, quite frankly. I was also. I was yeah. also. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just for Hurts to be able to get it, for A.J. Brown in his first year, for the older guys to be recognized like Lane and Kelsey – uh, you know, it's it's pretty cool, man. And, and for Hassan Reddick, who's having a just a ridiculous season, it, it's pretty awesome for all well, those guys. The notable guys that should have made it made it for sure, right? Uh, I think Miles Sanders. I I was surprised he made it, considering the fact you know in our fishbowl, yes, we see Miles as being a, a great player, right? But I'm glad as the national people taking notice of it. Um, I thought Jordan should have been an alternate. And if he hadn't went through that shoulder injury, you know, I think he would have been, you know, an alternate. Oh no, he is an alternate. You're saying he's he not been a in. starter. He'd have been, been a starter. starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, man, then Bradbury should be a starter. Yep. I'm trying. I mean, he's played better than Zaire. Mm-hmm. Yep. Better than Wooten. Wooten. Um, which is a guy I wanted to. I wanted to draft when he was coming out. Um, he was he was big time, man. Quarterback ran like a four two forty, big kid. I mean, I, you know, he just went to a smaller school, but you know, it just shows. That's why this team is thirteen and one, and that's my whole way of thinking when it's talking about Dallas going into Dallas. It's a reason why we had eight, I mean, eight guys on starting that'll be starters, seventeen and all. Because this team is gifted. This team is talented. They should be up there and mentioned with, you know, some of the greatest teams that ever played here in Philadelphia. They just got to finish it off. But they're right there where we where I said they were. And that's why I'm so hype and can't wait till 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 we get to Dallas. Mm. Yes, Jalen Hurts is phenomenal. He's a great player. But this team is balanced. This team can go out there and whoop anybody with the players that they have that are going to be starting for them this Saturday going into this game. They are still better than the Cowboys, even without Jalen Hurts. Wow. Okay. Still better. Okay. Uh, the line, since the, since word of Gardner being the starter has come out, and it's been a, a you know a seesaw ride the entire week. So it, depending on where you're looking, it's either six or five and a half, which it, it was originally at one, one and a half, uh, it went all the way as, as high as six and a half. Then it went back down to four, four and a half. Now it's five and a half, six. So the line's been like, woo, woo, woo. All let, over me guess, let me guess. The line moved once it was officially announced that Minshew's starting? Right. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Um, it did. Uh, and we'll see where it settles in come Saturday. But uh, that's kind of where it's at right now. But Where's let the me, sharp money at? Where's the sharp money at? Uh, right now, it's probably Cowboys right now. But that's okay. Wow. That's all right. It's early. Um. The, before we get to, to Minshew in a second, um, I want to hit you guys with this. So, obviously, the great recognition there by by the Pro Bowl. And it's a combination of factors. The voting is the fans, the players, and the coaches. That's It's a hybrid of, of all three. The, the one obvious to me is – I actually, I think there's two. But the, the first one I'll start with is, is uh, Javon Hargrave. The guy's got 10 sacks on the season from the defensive tackle position, 49 tackles, nine tackles for losses, a pass defense, a forced fumble and a fumble recovery. He's been nothing short of awesome. Like he's very deserving. And I, I think he'll probably get a chance if somebody bows out, but he's very deserving. What, what's uh, what's Aaron Donald's number? Because at this point, I'm looking at Aaron Donald. That I think this year was just a hype year for him. Exactly. 
It and was look a high games he's missed. It was a reputation vote, is what yes. it was. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, but it was, but yeah. every year, but see, every year that's that's what happens. Yeah. Every year it's, it's it's like it's like the Pro Bowl. Every year there's I think there's more reputation slash fandom than actual respect for the individuals and what they've accomplished. Yeah. And a lot of quality players get overlooked every year for accolades like a Pro Bowl. And let's face it. There are a lot of players that have clauses in their contract. If you are named a starter to the Pro Bowl, you get 250, 300,000 extra. And unfortunately, because they don't have that national rank name recognition, they get overlooked. Hargrave right. is as deserving as anybody who got named to the Pro Bowl, but and Hargrave is a solid player. He was in Pittsburgh, he has continued that here, but Hargrave is not that how do I want to describe it? Name. It's not yes. that 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 glamorous name yeah that you always see like like the Aaron Donalds Aaron Donald could have had 10 tackles and one sack on the year he still would have been voted to the pro bowl well mm-hmm. look at this now Dexter Lawrence now Dexter Lawrence is a good player for uh for the Giants but you look at it compare his numbers to Hargrave's numbers it's not even close no i understand why Jonathan Allen Jonathan Allen even though he may not have numbers he was still a boss in the middle of that defense. He right. stood out in the middle of that defense. But so was Hargrave. So Hargrave should have made it um, in front of Dexter Lawrence and Aaron Donald. I'll give you Donald's on numbers. He's got five sacks uh, on the season. He's got 49 tackles. Uh, he's got two pass defense. I mean, it, it's really not even comparable. And how many games has he missed in a row? Yeah, I think it's like three now. He has missed – so on the season, uh, let's see. He's played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. He's played 11 games, so he's missed three, right? Yes, three right. games. Yeah, three games. And I'll tell, uh, I'll tell you, a bigger problem is a lot of players don't vote. You know, they talk about uh, fans, players. There are a lot of players that don't vote. It drives the league officials nuts. Well, they, you know what? They Let promote me- this, and they don't. they just don't vote. They don't do it. Let me tell you, I worked at NFL Films for five years. Um, I was a content producer there. You know, I was trying to break into the business. I didn't actually want to be on TV. I wanted to produce. I wanted to be behind the TV, um, you know, like writing scripts, producing, uh, you know, editing, you know, doing everything up to the show. I, I wanted to do all that. Stuff. So I got in there and it got to a point where they were trying to get more players to 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 to, to vote and take it seriously. And they used to send me out to teams that they couldn't get anybody to vote at all. So they said, I remember they sent me out to Cincinnati. You know, I knew a couple of people cause I played for, you know, I played in Pittsburgh, you know, I came there at first day. Oh, B Brooks, B Brooks. Don't be in here trying to spot. I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm retired now. You know, it's good. And like, oh, okay. But they were like, um, and the, during the breading, during the voting process, they're like, um, Hey, um, Hey, 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 don't vote for this guy. Don't vote for this guy. This guy did this when I was playing that. I'm like, all right, oh, no, we're going to vote on my boy. Vote on my, vote on my boy. And they weren't even worried about what the stats or anything like that. They were just voting, trying to keep people out or put their guy in. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like a respect factor that they were making right. the votes or anything else or how good a guy was playing. A lot of the times they would just write names down, just checking a box. Like, all right, I'm, I'm done now. Here, here, take this. So it's, it's, it's not really accurate when it comes from yeah. a, a player's no. standpoint. no. In, in, in exact science, that's for sure, man. Um, all right, so uh, that's where we are Pro Bowl-wise. I would say the other the others you could make a case, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. But the NFL has this – Oh, that's right. Hold on, hold on. For one, one second. Look at Dan Sale. T.J. Watt missed seven games. Yes. Wow. Yeah. 
he that's made your, it. I didn't even check to see if he made ball. it. Yeah. Wow. See, I, got lot, I got a lot of respect for, for TJ. But how, how does he make it? Right. Seven Repu- games. Reputation. Wow. Good point. That's it in a nutshell right there, man. And and, and I, I know TJ's like, damn, man. They voted me in, man. I don't even belong here. Mm. Yeah. If he's being real about the situation, he knows he should not be there. Yeah, but, yeah, but Barrett, like I said a few minutes ago, if all these players have those clauses in their contract about bonuses for being a pro bowler, you know, I agree with you. If you true to if you true to yourself, you say, you know, I don't deserve this, but I'm saying, hey, I just made an extra, I just made some extra Christmas money. Exactly. No question. See no what question. I'm saying? No hey, you go give me the money, I'm gonna take it. Plain and simple. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'll, I'll text my address also. For what? What do you mean for for my Christmas gift? Oh yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> don't, don't. I, I was about to tell you. Give the PO box, was, Derek. Give the PO box. See, see what happened was ordered it, <laughs> and somehow I just got a notice yesterday. They shipped it to Bangladesh, <laughs> and it won't get here until April. My bad, bro. I, I, I was thinking oh, of you. Goodness. Hey, 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 Rob, tell him, man, he owes us, man. Dealing That's with him true. every day, he owes us, bro. Oh, hold That's up, true. hold up. Oh, <laughs> time out. What? Time out. I mean, what? I said, I said it's 50 50 50. <laughs> what are you talking about, uh, man? What are you talking about? Um, I would say the other guy who who is definitely worthy would be CJ Gardner Johnson. But the NFL has a weird rule where if you're on IR, you can't be voted in. What? I, wow. I don't understand this. Like, I don't get it. What? Yeah. So he should have gotten in. I think Bradbury, you could really make a strong case too. Absolutely um, could. You and absolutely. again, I know, like you say this, and it's like they got eight in. So it's like, calm down. But still, I mean, I think those those three players are certainly worthy. You know, that's for sure. I, I, I know. And what is Goddard a, an, um, an alternate or he, he he couldn't make it because he's out. Goddard is not. Uh, yeah. He's not anything he, because he's on the, he was injured, I guess. I don't know, but he's not, he's not there now. Somebody's deserving. If he was healthy, he would have. It's a shame. Yeah. He doesn't get hurt. It's a, and a Gardner Johnson doesn't get hurt either. I think they're both locks, but mm-hmm. it only takes so many, I guess. And again, you get seven Cowboys, seven chiefs, six Ravens, six 49ers, five Vikings. That was the, they're the leaders uh, uh, among the NFL teams. No, we are the leader and they're next. True. They're the, they're there the runners go. up. Yeah. They're yeah. next. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So a couple, uh, a couple other little odds and ends here. Uh, we, we, as we mentioned off the top of the show, we talked about Gardner Minshew uh, will be, will be the starter. Look, I think the Eagles did the right thing. And we talked about it all week, protect the player against himself. And Nick Sirianni laid it out. He said, look, he was trying to do everything he could. He wanted to get back, but we had to tell him, no, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Like the, the Eagles handled this thing. Right. If I told you guys any, that yesterday. Yeah. Any doubt, don't do it. Well, you heard what I said yesterday. I said, look, well, you know, you guys saying, well, he's not on the field. Is that I said, it's totally not what it is. What it is is he's in there right now, icing, stemming, heat, icing, stemming, heat, uh, acupuncture, wherever it takes. And then he plus repeat and do the same thing over and over again, trying to get back. He was doing everything possible to get back. I know this for a fact. That's why he wasn't out on the field. He like They're like, all right, he knows what he can do on the field. He knows the offense like the back of his hand. He wanted to try to get back and get himself healthy. And they just finally told him, look, no. You just have to, no, no, we're not, no. No, Jalen. Yeah. And he's probably still begging right now. Come on, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. They're still going to have to tell him no. In fact, they're going to have to go so far. They may have to leave his equipment, his helmet and his (laughs) equipment in Philadelphia. 
Yeah. He might try to sneak it on there and bring it and try to play anyway. Yeah. That's the type of competitor he is, especially as we go further, further, closer and closer. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, it gets closer to that game is really going to start eating at him. Mm-hmm. I mean, really eating at him. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I hear you, but that it's, they, they just preach to him. It's for the long haul, man. It's for the long haul. But that's he ain't trying to hear that. He ain't trying, you said, I, you I know. And I appreciate that. I yep. get it. I get Y'all it. said he was, he, he was geeked up. He wanted to play. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, doesn't surprise me. Um, but here's the good thing about Minshew, as I mentioned with Jaws, 41 touchdowns, 12 interceptions career, uh, over 6,000 yards. This is through throughout four seasons, 30 games played. And, you know, really didn't skip much of a beat last year. Granted, it was the Jets. But, you know, he goes 20 of 25, 242, two touchdowns, no picks, and a 133.7 passer rating. I mean, that is that is damn good. They're damn good numbers, man. And, we look, we've seen this many a time, whether it was Jeff Garcia – uh, whether it was Mark Sanchez, uh, with, with you know Nick Foles obviously being the, the greatest example ever, but all, the Eagles have done pretty well with their backup quarterbacks over the years. That's for yeah, sure, for a lot that. better than most teams. Yeah, Detmer. Go back to Detmer, even. Yeah, you know Feely, Feely, AJ Feely, absolutely. Yep. You, you know, know you can say uh, you can say um, Vic. Vic came in. Vic had to wait his turn behind McNabb. Yep. True. Yep. Yeah. Yep. True. Yeah. Um, you know, the one thing about Feely, if you look at his numbers when he was a temporary starter down in Jacksonville, his numbers weren't bad at all. You know, it's just that, you know, he wasn't that popular pick. You know, he he, he served well. He's efficient. Uh, th- there's not a moment that's too big for him. But for whatever reason, he falls in that category of, hey, we like you, but we don't like, a, like you enough to invest long-term in you. You know, yeah. so his career will always be, Spot starter, habitual backup, but that's okay because if you have him in a fold, he's a kind. He's he's one of the few luxuries that NFL teams many don't have, which is a a sub a substitute that you feel good about going in and being able to hold his own and not being scared of the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I think that's why when you look at the way this Eagles team is constructed on both sides of the football, the depth, the versatility of this team. That's why I feel so good about them going into Dallas this weekend against a team that's been unraveling, you know, basically. You know, mm-hmm. this is a team that's – that Dallas team is me first, we second, you know, and they played like it in a lot of ways. And that's the reason why they have four losses. Mm-hmm. You know, so now, you know, your back's against the wall. You got to f- face a team that's coming in there minus the starting quarterback but has everything else they need to embarrass you in your own home stadium on, on Christmas Eve. Yeah. I, I just think the pressure is so on Dallas now. It's it's because they still need these games to win. And now you're facing a backup quarterback. The Eagles are going in there like, all right, we're still in pretty good shape no matter what happens in this game. Right. And we got our backup. And that's not to say they're they're going to be busting it, but I still I don't feel like the Eagles go in there feeling pressure, man. I really no, don't. not at all. The pressure, yeah. all the pressure's on Dallas right now. They're they they're on a one game losing streak. Um, the pressure's on that they're healthy right now, and the Eagles are, are they're, what they're feeling as though lame right now without their best player. Right now, the the, the earnestness is on them going out there and having a great game, and it's not just supposed they're not just supposed to beat us; they're supposed to just totally just spank our ass, mm-hmm. and 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 that's it right there. So all the pressure's on them, and I love it. I love it. Yes, keep the pressure on them because I know this Eagles team; they're ready, man. They are ready. I'm telling you, they are ready. Re- ready. Ready. They ready. 
<laughs> they awful what, ready. What do you guys think the game plan is going to be here? Do you think it's going to be lean on the run game heavily, just put him in good positions, third and shorts, that kind of thing? Or Three how do they go about it? You, you, you hit it right on the head. Three yards in a cloud of dust. You know what I'm saying? Have running back, will travel. Yeah. That's what it is, man. We have a Pro Bowl running back in the backfield. We better use him. We better use him. Mm-hmm. We better use him. We have we have an offensive line that can block anybody in the league. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm I'm <clears throat> see, that's why I'm so confident in and how I'm so I'm I'm so you know Yeah, you are stuck, you're feeling it, man. Yeah stuck on them going out and just just totally just and I don't I don't believe there's gonna be any time where I'm gonna be like nervous that this Eagles team might lose the game. Okay. That's how confident that I am. In fact, that's that's why I'm so bullish on the Eagles beating a team like the 49ers because that offensive line can handle anybody's defense. Anybody. So Fred Warner, all those guys, they could they, they can handle that. They can handle with Jalen Hurst behind center, they could handle that 49ers team convincingly. So, Barrett, let me ask you this then. Put yourself in a Cowboys locker room. You're a Cowboys player. Your quarterback comes out yesterday. I know. Your quarterback comes out yesterday, Dak Prescott, has said, this is a statement game for us. Not meaning to beat the Eagles, but a statement game in terms of finding out who we are and where we are. So you, as a follower of Dak Prescott, he's he, he, your leader. How do you take that statement? I think as the leader of the team, he was right to do that. He was right to say that. I've been saying to you guys all along, it's not what the competitor they're playing is. It's more so who you are and who you prepare like. Like that's why I say all the time with this Eagles team, it doesn't matter who they play. It could be a bunch of nameless and faceless jerseys and uniforms out there. Mm-hmm. It's all about what they do, how they conduct themselves and put themselves in a great position to win. He's supposed to say that. Does he believe that? No, because the mere fact he had to say that means he doesn't believe it. What he's saying that for is, all right, everybody needs to take a deep evaluation of themselves, see where they are, including himself. And that's the reason why I say he's trying to convince himself of what's going on. He doesn't believe in how he's playing. He doesn't believe how his team is uh, playing right now. That's two games in a row. They've had a lackluster um, um, game against two inferior or supposed to be inferior opponents. It just so happened that the, the Jacksonville Jaguars ended up being the superior opponent against them. He's played terrible. Dak Prescott has played terrible. I'm not going to go as far as to say what Shady said. Shady said Dak Prescott <laughs> why, is Why ass. do you say it? <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Dak, Dak, that's what Shady said. You know, Shady's a homer. You know Shady is. Shady also doesn't understand he's got to, he may be in a position where he's going to be in media and he may have to go interview him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'd have used a little more, uh, less zeal if I'd have said it, but I, Jack, Zach, Dak Prescott has not played at the level in which, you know, he should be at this point in his career. Right. When he was a top 10 quarterback, you're supposed to be ascending, not descending. And you see Jalen. Jalen's playing like he's a top 10 quarterback. He's ascending. He's going up. Dak is going down. He's not even staying level. He's going down. Which, you know, you heard what you heard what, what, what Jaws said. He has to convince not only himself, but he also has to convince the guys in that locker room that he's still able to play at a high level. And right now, I, I know there's a lot of non-believers in there. I know guys are looking at him sideways like, bro, you – 
you talking, I think you need to be quiet. Mm. You know what I'm You're not doing what you're supposed to do. I'm out here busting my hump and I'm getting it done. You aren't getting it done. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. when a leader, that's that's the that's what's hard about being a leader. You can't just talk about it. You got to be about it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well said. Let's get a timeout. Let's dig a little bit more into the Cowboys here. And we're going to look at their wins, their, their key wins, their big wins, their losses, you know, kind of where they are statistically and what the Eagles need to do here against them going into this game. All right. So uh, a little bit later. Gunner's going to sing to us. I can't wait for this. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually. This Christmas. I'm, just, I'm like Jaws and, and Barrett for the Cowboys game. Just waiting for that segment. Uh, we'll do an NFL segment where we'll get into a bunch of different things, uh, including previewing tonight's game, <laughs> NFC power rankings. We've got all kinds of stuff in store. And Coach of the Year we will dive into as well. So don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, let's talk about pro action restoration. Yeah. Proaction restoration is a lifesaver and can be, that's for sure. Because if you have any kind of issues, let's say you have a home, you have a property, you know, you have a business and you've gone through the inconvenience of water, fire, smoke, mold damage, whatever the case may be, you know, it could be really trying. Proaction restoration is on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. I can tell you this from personal experience. I called them on a Saturday. They got right out to my parents' house. They fixed the problem. Price was right. Crew was professional. It could not have been a better experience. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company as well. So it can be any of the above. Water, fire, smoke damage, mold remediation, you name it, they can handle it. Give them a call. 610-623-3760. That's 610-623-3760. Or you could reach out to them online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Com. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game now streaming on the Six ABC Family of Apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not least, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. 
Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Number two. Hope you're doing well out there. I uh, hope you got all your uh, holiday shopping done. Uh, are we done, fellas? Everybody good? Nobody has to run out there for you to be doing the last second. I've job. been done. Now I just got to go out and get the Christmas dinner. Okay. Let me tell you something. I am so proud of myself this year. <laughs> if, you, if you don't say so yourself, it's just, it's, it's, it's just shoulder hurt like Hold uh, on a second. Stretch like it out before you Jalen Hurts. Yeah, so pat yourself on something. the back. Uh, I, I am so proud of myself. I got everything wrapped week over a week early which never happened and when i say my wife the agreement is she buys she does all the shopping i do all the wrapping i'm usually still wrapping two or three days before christmas i've been done since last friday wrapping and if you saw what she buys for the grandkids and, and the kids you know, i'm thinking hey i thought you said we were on a budget what, what in the world bro you have no idea my son my son, I send all because he's not coming up his time with the uh with, with my grandkids. Right. So I'm already pissed off about that, but I'll let it slide. Uh-oh. I'll let it slide. No, anything like that because they spent the past five five Christmases up here in okay. our house. It's like okay. for the first time they're in their house, they want to spend it in their house. Yeah. So I understand that. I well, that's understandable. Yep. I, I still don't want to hear it. Though. I'm still pissed off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I I keep, you know, my grandson is crazy, man, because what he does is whenever a, a, a box comes in, I got him trained like this when he was living in Kansas City. When a box comes in, he thinks that every box that comes in from Amazon is a box I sent to him. <laughs> so I have to call down there in, 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 in advance saying, hey, you got to you know get these packages at the door before he gets home from school yeah. because they're Christmas gifts. Uh, so he already tried to open one, and his mom called him right then. Why are you opening it? It says my name on it. But your name is the same as your dad's name. You just can't assume it's yours. But my papa said, yes, exactly. So don't open any more, boy. I mean, he he's always doing it. So I've been sending stuff down there, mm. and they've been getting them, and they've been putting them up for them. They've been meeting them, um, beating them at the pass. You know what I'm saying? So smart move. <laughs> yeah, you might you might just send it to some like fake name. Honest to God, at the address, man, it might be the only way to. to yeah, because it it's happen. RJ and it's Romel and Romel Junior. So RJ thinks that you know, I, mm. this, it says my name on it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so our, our biggest our biggest dilemma now is keeping Cruz away from the tree. Cause he wants to go open everything now. Mm-hmm. And so you got every, it's like, where's Cruz? Where, where's Cruz? You hear like rap. Hey, if he could, but you tell me, no, you have to wait to, but I want to open them now. 
no, no, no. You can't, you, you, but, but, but I want to see what I have now. No, you can't. <laughs> He's making too much sense, right? You can't yeah. just say no. You got to explain why. I don't blame right? him. Yeah. I don't blame him one bit. And with a four-year-old, everything is no matter what you explain it. It always ends with, but why? Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. he asked some intelligent questions for four years old. And you think you give him a four-year-old intelligent answer, and he still comes. But why? Yeah, like, but why questions are tough, man. Like I don't know what. Right. What do you do with but why questions? You know it's what hard. I do in the state? Go ask your mom and dad. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah, it's that's a nice advantage of a, of the grandparent. It's a good grandparent move right there. Exactly. Right. 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 You can I, only go so far. Well, you know yeah. what's different though, because like on my kids, my kid, because I said so. But I can't say that to them. I can't say nope. it to my grandkids. No. Nope. But why? I'm like, um, because this and this. And, I'm like explaining myself. That's right. And my, my, my son be looking at me like this. Pops, you ain't never explained nothing to me. That's right. <laughs> I, I you explain. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. Ramel, stop asking me questions. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Brooks said, D-Gun, is he shaking boxes? No, we... We keep him from, from touching the boxes because if you touch him, it's over. Oh, God. He's doing lightning quick, man. I'm so yeah. He's, yeah, he's quick. like a ninja, like a present ninja. Oh, my, right. niece, yeah. my niece ain't no my niece ain't no different, man, because I sent her Christmas gifts to her a month and a half ago. And she hoodwinked me. She bamboozled me into letting her open them early and giving them to her early. Yeah. So I, they, they she got hers early, like a month ago, man. She said, but, 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 but my uncle, my uncle, get, he got, he sent it to me. <laughs> he sent it to me. <laughs> That's so funny. she already got, she already got hers. Great ages, man. Great ages. That's for sure. Um, all right. So a lot to, a uh, lot to dive into here with the Cowboys. So let, let's start with this. Um, let me give you some of their ranks They're Look, their numbers are good. Um, they're third in offense. They're right behind the Eagles. They're seventh in rushing 17th in passing. Eh. Uh, they're seventh in points allowed. They are twenty fifth. Um, uh, they're twenty fifth against the run, which is their, one of their Achilles. But they're second against the pass, which is only second to the Eagles. Um, Dak Prescott and and Pollard. We know you know what they've been able to do. That's for sure. And and, and Ezekiel Elliott. But Dak will turn it over. Nine interceptions since week 10. He's uh, got 2,100 passing yards, 17 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, completing his passes at 68% and a 93.8 passer rating. Pollard is, is certainly a handful. 969 yards. That's five and a half yards per carry. He would be easily over 1,000 had they not, if they don't split the you know, running uh, handoffs as much with, uh, with Ezekiel Elliott. Um, Elliott's got 774 yards. I mean, this is a good ground attack, and he scored 10 touchdowns. They're, they're, this is not a, any kind of walkover here, man. This is a, and they, they've taken away more, more, uh, they have more takeaways than the Eagles do this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, You're right. It's a good team. You're right, Rob. And, and Pollard is not just a good guy the, um, running the ball. He's also a great guy catching it and, and yeah. making things happen. He started his career out being that third down back. So he still has that skill set to catch the ball out of the backfield, wheel routes, angle routes, you know, Texas routes in the middle of the field. Um, you know, screen routes, he can make it happen, man. So um, I, I see it as a game where they're going to try to take advantage of the, the Eagles and, and their aggressive nature. So we're going to really, really have to look and focus on stopping them from running those type of uh, angle routes and, and, you know, routes in which they get in behind a defensive line, like, you know, uh, draw plays and, and um, you know, screens, taking advantage of their aggressive nature. 
getting up the field and they find a little, you know, a little hole here and there to dump it down to Pollard. And he's definitely a tough get because he's fast too. He's big and he's fast. You know, he's a lot faster than what people give him credit for. So same thing and make you laugh, make you cry. Just because you can rush the passer at a great level, you can use the, the screen game and the draw game against them. Hence, that's exactly what the Eagles need to do against their defensive line. Use the screen game and draw game against them. Use that speed that they have getting up the field and running behind them. Yeah, mm. that's that's a good game plan, man. And you know what? They don't – they didn't – correct me if I'm wrong. I don't feel like they, they're a big screen pass team with Jalen. Do, do you think that'll be a little bit different here with Gardner on Saturday? I think so. Because yeah. uh, he's – he, you know, you rush Jalen Hurts different than you rushed – you're going to rush um, Gardner Minshew. Right, you got to stay lane disciplined when you're when you're rushing a guy like Jalen Hurts because he can take a little a little hole and take it for 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 twenty yards. So they must rush him a lot. Must rush meaning they get to his level and they try to converge on him. And it takes a little more time to to rush a guy like that. Now with 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 Garner Mitchell back there, they're just going to rush up the field. Forget yep. pass. I mean rush lanes. They're just trying to go hunt. They're just trying to get him so they won't rush him the same way. Hence, that's why the draw game would be more effective. The 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 um, screen game would be more effective against Dallas because they're not going to rush Dallas the same uh, rush uh, Garner the same way they rush Jalen. I mean, it's you two don't, totally you different. Need, you don't you don't need a draw game. Hand the ball off to Miles. Hand it off to the game well. Hand it off to Scott. Let exactly. Run your tackles. Run them yep. between your tackles. Stop me if you can. If they're averaging four and a half five yards a carry like they normally do, guess what? You got a lot of tired Dallas defenders. For most of that game on Saturday, I, I wouldn't worry about – first of all, I don't like the Eagles screen game a little bit, okay? <laughs> not the, Especially not the tunnel screens. No, heck Not no. the tunnel screen. I don't I'm talking about we call them slow screens. Yeah. I don't want to see the hitch pass, the Quez Watkins. No, right? no, please. That that can just go goodbye. For, yeah. for I don't care who's out there. If it's Jalen yeah. or, or Mitch, hey, bye-bye. I'm going tackle right, tackle left, gap right, gap left. Stop us if you can. Yeah. Well, you know what? I do want to use slow screens. Now, slow screens are different from those tunnel screens. That's trying to get it out there. You get up right. the field. Slow screens are when you allow the, the defensive line to get up the field, and then you throw in behind them. Those are the screens you see the running backs. The screens you see the Dallas Goddard, too, when he acts like he's blocking and then turns yeah. around. Yeah. And those are slow screens. I think they'll be more effective against this Dallas team than throwing those screens to the outside because as the defensive line and the linebackers, they're fast to the ball. You get them going in one direction, you know, throw it to them, they're gonna to get to that that speed screen. But against a slow screen, it's 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 you know, you gotta back, he's gotta back up, back up, back up, and then throw over their heads and get it to the running back. But things that way things will open up so much though, because he'd be, you know, once they catch it, they're going down the field. All they gotta do is make a move against the safety. So slow screens should be effective. Draw draw uh draw plays should be effective against this defense. You'll see a whole different rushing game rushing attack um against this that their defense than you saw with Jalen Hurts they're going all out they're going to try to run games slants they're going to blitz because they think Gardner Minshew doesn't know the offense well enough to run it against them so you'll get a much more aggressive game call uh against the Eagles with with Gardner Minshew than you would with Jalen Hurts much more aggressive they're going to be seeing the house at, at, at Gardner Minshew I asked Jaws this. I'll ask you this, Barrett. Would you do the? Would you attack Parsons the same way you did in the last game, or do you need to switch things up a little bit? How do you need to go about him so he doesn't get off or get going? 
you got to hit him in the mouth. You got to run right at him. Yep. You got to run right at Frustrate him by just hitting him in the mouth. He's a pass rusher. He wants to rush the pass. He didn't want any of that static with the run game. You know, he just wants to get up the field, rush, uh, rush the passer. When you make him, um, make him go against the run, he can do it. But will he do it consistently without, you know, getting frustrated? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Use his speed against him. Just like we said, run those slow screens. Run the slow screens to him. Have a back come chip him as he's going out, chip him, and then turn around and throw the ball right to him. That way he has the backtrack to, to go back and make a play. They'll get so frustrated of doing that, you know what I'm saying, throughout the game that, uh, you know, it, it, it's going to wear on him. It's going to wear on him. He only had two tackles last week. He's in it for a big game. He wants to show everybody that, look, um, I told you this and, 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 and I told you so, and I'm about to go out there and dominate you because I told you so. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder, a, a large chip on his shoulder, the size of Rocket Gibraltar. He's going to be pissed. And that's what I want. I want his best game against our big guy's best game. Mm. Just hit him in the mouth, man. You know what I'm saying? Hit him in the mouth. Gunner, how do you see this thing shaking out, man, now that you know it's Minshew? Like, what's your sense of this game? Barrett's very confident. Where do you fall on this? Uh, basically, like I said off the top of the draws, I think the best way to get him in a rhythm is start with a, a running game, consistent running game. It cannot be like the game you played in Detroit, I mean in Chicago, where you started out passing the ball and your lead running back didn't touch the ball until it was under six and a half minutes left in the first half because I think that you're playing right into Dallas's hand when you start doing that. You don't want to let them get revved up. You're already jacked up because they're playing at home. The rematch with the Eagles, they could, they could get rid of that, that bitter taste in their mouths from last week. Um, so if you hit Dallas in the mouth right away and all of a sudden you look up in the first half – and Eagles have controlled the ball for for 20 minutes plus compared to Dallas that you get the ball. Um, I think that's the best way to go initially. Then once you find out what works best against Dallas, you open it up a little bit more in the second half and you attack them in that regard to keep them on their heels even more so, the short passing game. They have nobody that can stop A.J. Brown on the slant route, Devontae Smith on the slant route. They don't have anybody other than Michael Parsons. Uh, and he's not, they're not, they're not going to be dropping him back in coverage a lot. Right. They can hang with Dallas Goddard. Get, get, get it to Dallas Goddard out in the flats. You know, you got so many different ways you can attack them once you get them on their heels. Because we've seen Dallas, once they get behind, they start looking at each other and pointing fingers. Yeah. You, know, you, want them, you want them discombobulated as soon as possible. You want them thinking about who's not doing their assignments as quick as possible. Da-da-da. See, have them talking amongst themselves not about what we need to do the next series, what we need to do to rectify what we just didn't do that cost us. I'll throw one more in there. This is a close game. I feel 100% better about the Eagles coaching staff than I do Mike McCarthy in a big spot in his in his crew. Making Absolutely. Decisions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because their coach, I mean, he's, he's, on, he's, he's sitting there knowing he's going to get fired next year, knowing he's not going to be the man that, that you know, that – Sean Payton is, is the heir apparent already. I, I, I can almost bet that you'll see Sean Payton in the stands watching the game this weekend. I can almost guarantee it because that's just how they roll down to Dallas. There's no loyalty, man. There's no, I mean, this guy's still your team. He's still your head coach. But yet, you know, you're out there entertaining another coach, man. Come on, man. That's, I mean, that's bad football there, bro. So it's just not a, it's not an advantageous type of, environment to be in man it's, i mean I, I know he's pissed he's got to be pissed i know i'd be pissed mm-hmm. you know so i mean i just can't see 
I can't see this Dallas team wanting wanting it as bad as the Eagle team wanted. Wants it. I also wonder what what's the psyche right now of Dak. You know, he's thrown a couple picks. He's lately he's been throwing a lot of picks. Actually, he's got heat on him too, man. I mean, he exactly. signed that monster contract. The way that their season ended last year, he and he and McCarthy took the equal amount of heat. Like, I think there's a lot going on there with him. You're absolutely right. It's a it's a whole lot going on with him, man. Because he's just throw eleven interceptions, and it's not like it's a lot of attempts. Because he's only played in eight games since he came back from being hurt. He's played in eight games and has ten interceptions. And when you look at you know you look at the way in which he threw them, some of them are real bad, man. Like throwing behind guys. Yeah. You know, I'm not not like the tip ball kind, but I mean, just flat out, just bad overthrowing guys for interceptions. It's just bad. He, he hasn't been playing consistently enough to be, you know, characterized as one of the, you know, best quarterbacks. You know, not even the he's not even the best quarterback in in the in the division, mm-hmm. let alone in the NFL. He's been playing real bad, man. He hasn't stepped up to play. So right now, he's trying to talk himself into being a better player. Yeah, talk himself into being. Uh, a team that can lead, you know, this Dallas team. If he doesn't believe in it, why should the others think uh, believe in him? I, I think the other thing that's could really be enormous in this game is if the Eagles can go out and strike early and jump up on them real quick. That place is going to be like a library, man. If that's the case, <laughs> especially with the backup quarterback, with all the hype going into this game at their place, if you could, you could, you know, get on them from the jump, I think it's going to be big, man. Exactly. I can't wait, man. Yeah, yeah, we talked earlier in the week about how the good thing about this game was it's a day sooner than normal. Here it is Thursday, and I'm already stoked. I'm tired of talking about this game. I want to I see know. I want to see it go down now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't care if you play it on, on a on an ocean freighter. I don't care if you uh, you play it on a train. I just want to see the game go down. That's all I care about right <laughs> I now. I want to fight, man. I'm I'm telling you, I want to fight so bad, dog. I want to fight somebody, something. I just want to fight, bro. I mean I know, man. Tonight, man, I'm gonna have to go down and 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 hit the gym, man. Punch a punchy bag a couple of times, man, and get in. You know, give me a, uh, a sauna or something, man. I, I need to do something because I am so frustrated right now. I want to, I want to fight so bad, man. You know what I'm saying? I do, man. I, I feel myself. I want to. I'm. I feel myself getting, getting, you know, nippy with people. You know I me mean? because yeah. The excitement is in the air, man. It's, it's that time, man. It's that time, man. Well, I think yeah. the other thing is getting Goddard back, too, is just get, not only does it give get Gardner, like, I know I have my safety blanket here. Yep. But it's just another option that you have to contend with if you're the Cowboys. I mean, the Eagles did a decent job incorporating Calcaterra and stole a little bit the last, you know, a few weeks, whatever. But yep. we know what this is. Those guys don't compare to Dallas Goddard. Nope. You have Goddard and Brown and Smith to go with Sanders and some of the other things that, that the Eagles are able to throw at you, man, they can wreak a lot of havoc on this, on this Cowboys defense, man. This is, this is a lot different. So let, let's go over this Gunner, Cause we were talking about this before in the pre-show um, about what, you know, Dallas has kind of done this year. So they have four losses. Their losses were week one, Tampa yep. week six, Philadelphia. We know that was here. Uh, Green Bay, which is a wild one in week 10. And then last week, Jacksonville. And that concludes, on the on the pick six, they do have some really good wins too. You know, we're being real really about good. this. Uh, they beat Cincy, mind you. It was before Cincinnati really got rolling later yep. in the year, but nonetheless, they beat Cincinnati. They have swept out the Giants, who are likely to be a playoff team. Uh, they've beaten Washington. They've beaten Detroit, who's you know kind of reinvigorated themselves for sure. They they smacked Minnesota down 
43 in Minnesota. Yeah. Put it on probably their best game of the year. Yeah, I no question. Sure. Yep. So there's quality wins here, man. It's well, not so like do we do. though. So do we, so no, do we, I was going to say in fairness, Eagles have also beaten Minnesota. They've also, uh, you know, beat the giants at the lone time that they played them. They would probably, I think, sweep them if they care in that last yep. game, but yeah, um, they beat the Cowboys, you know, who, who are a team with a winning record. Eagles are five and one against teams with winning records, and they've won by 20 points in those games. So it's not like they haven't handled their business against good teams, too. So right. look, this is two good teams. This is what you want. You want this this kind of thing, man. Much you know, watch TV. Yeah. No matter no matter what we talk about, and no matter what we think scenarios are going to be, we know it's going to be completely different once that once that game starts. There's going to be things completely different than what we talked about that we haven't even, you know, thought about happening in this game. And, and, and whether it's how they attack each other, a turnover, at what point, um, who gets off in a running game, Tony Pollard or Miles Sanders. You know, um, it, 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 it's it's so many different scenarios that that go unmentioned. Obviously, you can't foresee the future, but it's just. I, that's why I want to see the game played out more so than it, anything else right now is because I want to see what we didn't talk about, what's going to happen in these games. Yeah, I, I love that. And I just I always love the surprise. Like, there's going to be that, yep. Yep. oh, they put that little wrinkle in there. Or, yep. you know, the Eagles don't do a ton of trick plays. No, they don't. I wonder if we see something here. A little flea I think flicker. So. You know, something, something, I don't know, just something we haven't, we, we haven't, that you don't have on tape for Dallas to be able to game plan, right? Exactly. Come on, man. See, you, you guys are getting me so geeked up again, man. Stop, man. I mean, <laughs> I can just see him like a reverse pitch back. Uh, yes. Uh, Ficker, uh, AJ Brown throws running. one. <laughs> something like that. Or Miles. To Devontae Smith. <laughs> and then we'll discover he was a quarterback in junior high school. You're like, oh, okay. I didn't know that. Awesome. And, and, uh, and here, here's one thing we don't talk about, but I want to know who gets involved in the first scuffle. Oh, God. Which two uh, players get involved in the first scuffle? I'm feeling my, 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 my money's on my lotta. Yeah. And Demarcus Lawrence? Yes. That's going to be it, right? That's a clash of the Titans right there. Let me <laughs> give you one. I'll give you another one. Watch Sue. Watch Sue in this game. <laughs> that could be it. He got a personal foul this last game. Yeah. yeah my, man, my man might, is always, see, always a candidate for something. We you might know, see him kick. We might see him kick or bite somebody this week. Yeah. He might go Dan Campbell, start biting kneecaps. I love him, man. I love him, man. I love yeah. his game, bro. I mean, he's just one of those guys, man. He just he brings his attitude in his lunch pill every single day. Yeah. You know you're gonna get max effort out of him because he yeah. wants to be a talker. He wants to give it to you. He's trying to hand it to you any way you want it. He's trying to give it to you. I love Sue's game, man. I mean, I'll fight Sue, man. That's what I'm saying, man. I, he's that type of guy, man. I love Sue, bro. Ever since he left Nebraska, and I hated him in Nebraska, and I hate him now. But now, um, I, I, I hate to go against him when if I played him now, bro. I hate it. Pretty funny, Jill. Eagles are the love of my life. There you go. I love it. <laughs> That's pretty funny, man. Uh, Jason Kelsey statement game. Interesting. Yeah. Look, I, I don't. I think any any. I I don't know. I'm trying to think of who in the offense. I would say my lot of definitely offensive line. You know what? I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell you. I'll this. tell you. Lane hates the Cowboys. Having grown oh, yeah. up down there, he oh, hates yeah. the Cowboys. Oh yeah, his remember, remember his he told grandma. His, his his grandma got on him about that. Uh-huh. And he's like, <laughs> Grandma, you better 
Might have to. Hit yeah, the he said he's gonna kick his mom. Yeah. What he, <laughs> he I think he probably used a term that we maybe don't want to throw out there. We kick grandma's rear end or something like yeah. that. I don't know. <laughs> he said it lovingly. No, what did he say? I told grandma she better shut the bleep up and go. Say yes, it. yeah, it was something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. What you yeah. said that to grandma? Yeah. Our PC world that doesn't fly, but you know we know what he meant, uh, and we can care. Uh, I love it, man. I love it, man. But yeah. Just, you know, talking about a statement game. Jordan Malata, this is the first time I see uh, – the first time I saw him drop him and yep. become a good player was against DeMarcus Lawrence. DeMarcus Lawrence did something to him, and it just it just clicked on him. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, he became a dominant player. It clicked. He fought every single play after that play. He's been fighting ever since then. And DeMarcus Lawrence was that fire that got underneath him. Whatever he did to him, it really pissed him off. And from that point on, he has been on fire, man. So yeah, I, I can't wait, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be the game, man. That, to me, the game within the games. And also, I think BG's gonna get one on uh gonna get a sack on JP. Yeah. He'll get one on JP. Oh, that'd be yeah. good. I, I, I yeah, that's gonna be interesting too. The whole JP dynamic, you know, this time around, because he's 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 more involved than the last time. You know, yeah, he's, he's more of a alternate factor. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the fact that they took the rookie and kept the rookie at the left side and moved the two veteran players to the right side, I'm like, what yep. is going on? Yeah. What has happened? Yeah. Tyler Smith. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting how that how that works with that dynamic. Um, all right, let's uh let's step aside. We will come back. Remember at two thirty D Gun sings when we go through our favorite Christmas songs. You, you have wake up the pets and you know get the kids ready. That's gonna be a big uh at two o'clock. We will go into our NFL segment. We'll uh preview what is I never thought we'd be saying the Jets and the Jags are a really critical game uh, in week 15, 16, whatever we're in, uh, but it is. Uh, so we'll do that. Nick Foles is back. Uh, Ryan Tannehill update. A couple other odds and ends. We'll dig into the coach of the year. Uh, we'll tell you where the NFL Sunday ticket is going to be next year. We'll get into the a- a- NFC power rankings one through five. A lot of great stuff in the, in the last segment. We'll talk about Jim Gardner, uh, hey. all-time favorite Christmas songs, all kinds of stuff. My bad. Did I, did I see Tyron Smith is back for this game? Yes. Yeah, they've been alternating. Tyron Smith and Jason Peters are on the on the right side, alternating back and forth. Because yes. I'm looking, uh, I'm looking at their depth chart as of today. They have Tyler Smith at left tackle, and yeah, they moved Tyron Smith to right tackle. But yeah, okay, all right. So mm-hmm. that that's going to be interesting. You know? Yeah, it is. That's going to be yeah. real interesting. Yep, no doubt. All right, so we'll dig into all that stuff when we come back. Sixers win last night. Uh, Flyer. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Just playing a, a matinee game today in, in Toronto. A 2 o'clock start on a Thursday afternoon. A little different, right? A little different. So we'll uh, we'll kick that around. Also, a little Phillies updates for you. And we'll get into 
you know, it's a pretty special time period right now in Philadelphia sports. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Time for me to tell you about Flynn Tree Services. Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problems that you may face. So do you have any type of tree issues in your yard or on your property? If you do, they're just a quick phone call away. They are experts at trimming all types of trees, and they serve southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Now, keep in mind, we're in that storm season. If you live anywhere near where we're at right now, it is nasty outside, right? It's a good time to get your trees evaluated before you have a bigger problem. You go to their Facebook or Instagram page for a sampling of their work or more information. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848. 610-850-2848 or online at FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game now streaming on the Six ABC Family of Apps. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondly hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not least, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero Down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean.
Hey, what's up, everybody? Oh, sorry. All right, let's go. Let's go. Wow. I need more of that, man. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Okay. Connor. That's impressive. I'm sorry. I'm in a Christmas. Look, it's Christmas. My wife's birthday is tomorrow. Uh huh. I've made, she's not listening. So I've made three different reservations for a restaurant. She didn't want to go to any of them. She wanted to go somewhere different. Then she goes, I don't want to eat. So then I make a suggestion today about this great place called Two Claws, which sells this piping hot seafoods in the bag. You you make, you 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 get what you want. They put it in a bag with a uh, ear of corn, like uh, roasted potatoes. Dude, it is unbelievable. So I think we finally got it right. So did you? And and I'm off tomorrow. You know. I, oh, I, I'm, and I'm, here's my Christmas gift to you too. I'm off tomorrow. I forgot you were off tomorrow. Did we know this, Barrett? Did I yes, just blank on this? Yes. You know. Wait. Time out. I yes. know. I remember. You said you you were taking off on your wife's birthday. I remember. I Not only now, that, I, but check I your remember. text messages because I texted You're to right. you. You're right. So, it's a perfect weekend. All right. Le- right you muted. You muted. Mute. You're le- he's leaving us all to ourselves tomorrow. Don't, don't, don't let him off that easy, Rob. Don't no. let him off. No, no, he didn't tell us nothing. Oh man. Really, Barrett? Check your, check the text messages. Ask Xander. It's it's all been taken care of. It's up. Ho oh. ho ho. That's why he's in such a good mood. Ho, ho, ho. That's exactly why he's in such a good okay. mood. Okay, now we've gotten to the bottom of this. Now I'm calling. Now I'm yeah, calling. Now we know. Now I'm calling him. You better answer the phone too. Okay. You see what Xander just put in the private check? What? No. Look at this. No idea. What no. <laughs> he said no idea what Gunner's talking about. See, you three, you three. Nick's the stain. Look, Nick's the stain. I don't understand. Always conspiring against me. It ain't gonna work this time, boys. Yes. <laughs> Good for you, man. Enjoy your day. Enjoy the. Uh, yeah, your, Rob, your, let's, your... Rob, let's take off. Rob, let's take off. We'll just leave Friday. Xander by himself to do three I'm hours. Taking, I'm taking a rare Rob Ellis day. That's what oh, I'm doing. dang! Oh, no, I'm just a compliment. Hey. hey, that's a compliment. I'm taking a rare. That's what I'm doing. Yes. Cheers, Gunner. Thank you. Barrett over there trying to instigate. See, I know him. I know what he's doing. All right. Uh, All right. Uh, Merry uh, Brooks. Happy. Let, let me just say happy since you're not on tomorrow. Happy birthday to Mrs. Gunn. To Trish Thank Gunn. Yes, happy birthday. Happy, Thank happy. You. Enjoy. And, and, and also and on, 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 on Gunner's behalf, since he won't be here tomorrow, happy Kwanzaa. Yes. Happy yep. Hanukkah. Yes. Yep. Merry Christmas to everybody. Yes. Now here's here's, 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 the, here's the thing she's looking forward to most: making Christmas cookies with her grandkids tomorrow. Oh, you're making it tomorrow? Yeah. See, the, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> here's, here's what's gonna be interesting: the two, well, only two of the grandkids. It'll be the, it'll be a four year old and a seventeen month old. Can you imagine what that kitchen's gonna look like? Oh my God! And you're gonna be cleaning it up. That, I that's know. The, that's I know. the problem. Yeah. I know. It's gonna be flour and dough all over the floor. All over the island, the counter. Oh, you yeah. got to clean up? Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. what time? Match it to three hours tomorrow. Right. Before. <laughs> From 12 to 3, you'll be cleaning that up. Absolutely. But I- Man. What? Oh, you muted yourself. You muted, Barrett. You muted. I'm muted. How am I muted? You're back. I, I think you hit it when you in your excitement. I don't know. Oh, happened. yeah. Okay. That's what, exactly what I did. What? I want to know, is Trish making the peanut butter and kiss drop cookies? No. Oh. Oh, those if it, if, if oh. she's making them, that yes. means I'm leaving work tomorrow at 6.30. I'll be at your house by 7.30. Yeah. 
or no, they won't even be seven thirty. It'll be seven fifteen. And uh, you can just roll them up and just throw them out to me. I don't care. You can just throw them out to <laughs> just me. Just throw them out the window. Yeah. Just because I need I need my peanut butter, um, kiss cookies. She uh, makes these peanut butter cookies right, and she puts it, and she puts the 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 the. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, she, puts, it. she puts the the, mini, the miniature uh, Reese's peanut butter uh, cup in the center of them. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. First, first of all, Rob, for as long as I've known this woman, um, her chocolate chip cookies, when you pick them up, they like you got to hold them with two hands. They're so soft and moist. Uh-huh. Dude, and then when you bite them, like Barrette, like the chocolate chip, it's like just it just melts in your mouth. Dude, let me tell you something. But Barrett, here's what I'm doing. I'm gonna consider because it's Christmas. Oh, <laughs> you gonna consider? You gonna consider? Me, <laughs> what? All right, here's what I'm gonna consider. You can drive. You can drive into development. Okay. <laughs> I'll meet you down at the far corner. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Now, now, don't stop. Don't, don't stop. get near the house. Don't just be near the neighbor's house. Now, don't don't well, stop. It was raining outside, man. Now, look, slow down to about five miles an hour. Open, <laughs> open, open the windows on both sides of the driver's side, so I have a bigger target. No, here's what you do, Derek. He's got the truck. He just throw it into the flatbed. It's easier. That's even better. Perfect. No, but Rob, I just want to make sure I have a big enough target. Two windows in the flatbed, so when I flip him over my shoulder into the truck, I want to make sure it hits one opening and gets in his vehicle. There you go. See, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I hear you. Yeah, fair. that's fair. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Something, See, something's better than nothing. That's all I can tell you. Man. Friends like that who needs enemies. Exactly, you, man. Exactly. You, bro. All right. So, uh, in addition to, to Barrett trying to, trying to get some grub, uh, we got a bunch <laughs> of other stuff going on. The Sixers have won six in a row, believe it or not. They, uh, Beat up on a really bad Pistons team who who are without Kate Cunningham, who had to have surgery and was is done for the season. He was probably the best player. But in B, 22, 10, 6, and 4 blocks in, you know, where it wasn't much of a sweat game. He didn't have the fourth quarter. There, there wasn't a lot of heavy lifting going on in that game. So, look, so far so good um, on this homestand. Six wins. They play the Clippers tomorrow night. They could make it 7-0 before they go to New York on Christmas Day to take on the Knicks, who have not played great at home. Um you know, like they're 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 winning against lesser opponents, but they're still doing it without Tyrese Maxey, which I think helps because I think they are starting to find some roles, like the fine roles, I should say. Montrez Harrell's become become a you know a rotational guy off the bench, where earlier in the year he wasn't really getting any kind of consistent minutes. Um, so I think they're starting to figure some things out a little bit, but but ultimately we're only going to know when they start playing the real big boys, which they haven't yet. Well, we, I don't want you to play him yet because I want to. I want them. I still want Doc to go ahead and work out what he's going to do with his reserves, man. Come on, man. Yeah, he's he's doing better, but I. I mean, we're we're at a point now where you know it's not that time yet to start ramping things up. But I mean, they should at least have some cohesiveness going right now, man. But here's here's what I'm seeing with this though, and, and I and I and I brought this up back in October when they started struggling, but then all of a sudden. When frontline players were out, the team started playing better as a cohesive unit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know for a fact, because I haven't talked to him, I don't know if Doc had reservations about playing certain guys in certain situations because he was maybe uncomfortable with them and didn't see enough of what he wanted to see in training camp and preseason games. But with the success they're having now, right? Like you're right, they're beating up on the weak sisters. They're five and what is it, five and oh on this home stand out of seven games? Six. Right yeah, now. six. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as much as I want to see Tyrese Maxey get back in there, let these other guys get 
more significant minutes because that's going to pay dividends when you start going up against the Milwaukee's, the Boston's, and and even the mediocre teams that are decent, like the Miami's and the Toronto's, which are not great teams like we've seen in the past, but competitive teams. It gives you a bigger array of, of, of bench strength to attack these people and to get your frontline guys some significant breathing minutes because I've, st- I've, I've thought that they played us, he, he plays the starters too many minutes. Way too many minutes when they're playing consistently. You know what? Have a better feel for what you have, especially strategically when you're playing the lesser sisters in, in the league of who you want to insert at a strategic point again. Do you need a three? Do you need a defensive stop? You don't always have to count on, you know, one particular guy. You have two or three options, whether it's offense or defense now. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I, I, I can't wait to see Tyrese get back in there. But you know what? It's working right now. Expand on it a little bit more each game. You know, just experiment. Why not, bro? At at one point, do what we? At what point do we start thinking that all right, PJ Tucker's a situational player? Um, oh. I I don't think he's going to become one. I think they're going to keep putting him out there as much, just from a defensive and a screen setting standpoint and playing comfort, comfort, comfortability, I guess is the word with Harden. I, I think he's, I think he's going to keep playing him in the same role there and they're playing a decent amount of money. I don't know if he becomes situational. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I, I know he doesn't give you a lot of scoring, but he does help you in a lot of other ways too. He uh, does. He does. He does. But I'm just saying, um, man, I, I, I just don't know. Cause Right now, we don't need him as much. Right now, right. I, I see him as a playoff guy. That's what I'm saying. When is when oh. are the reps going to start going down? You know, what I'm saying the minutes going to start going down so he can ramp it up in the postseason. No, I, I would say this. I, that's fair. I, I think Doc is is overplaying him a, a, a lot. I, I think they should dial back his minutes. I think that's fair. I think that's absolutely fair. Oh, look who we have chiming in. Look who Ooh. it is. Trish Gunn. What? <laughs> Christmas cookie boxes for Robin Barrett. Yes, since Derek is off tomorrow, he will deliver. Oh, no, we oh Santa, Santa oh, Claus. No. Thank you, Santa. Okay, you gonna come down the chimney? Right, drop that's why I love Trish, show? man. Thank She's you, so Trish. nice, man. See, you know what? It's, it's yin and yang. It's, it's, it's you know, you all opposites attract. You two are definitely opposites. Bro. There's no question about that. But I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you both right now. Because you know, I love and happy like birthday, family. Trish. Since you're, since you're yes, watching, happy yeah. birthday. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now if she tells me I need you to deliver cookies to Rob and Barrett, I'm saying I'm not delivering because she goes, It's my birthday. You want to? Okay, all right. <laughs> so, you know what I'll do? I'm gonna take your little boxes, I'm gonna go sit in the parking lot somewhere and scarf them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll be so mad, bro. I'll be so mad, bro. I used to get so mad. We used to bring cookies to the office. You used to share with everybody else. I used to be hot, man. I used to be mad, bro. I said, bro, I'm your dude. It's me and you. You know, C&B. We got this show together. Me and you got the show together. You know what I'm saying? Me and you. Stop sharing the cookies, man. She, he's sharing with everybody, too. Little cookies exactly. are so good. He be sharing with everybody. I'd be so mad, bro. I used to be so mad. Oh my God! I was like, "Why are you giving him some, man?" You can't. You cannot ask me to drive forty-five minutes to that office with smelling those cookies sitting on the front seat and not (laughs) grab one, two, or five. By the way, is that not the hardest thing? Not obviously the the great cookies that Trish bakes, but like if you have like a killer pizza sitting there in the front seat, or or 
a bag of fries with your with your burger. Forget <laughs> it, man. I mean, how are you getting through that? Especially if you have right. a decent little ride. For no way, Rob. Tell <clears throat> me how many times when I've gotten pizzas and say I don't like I say I don't like cold pizza and I yeah. don't like reheated pizza, right? And so I'll take you a slice. Air, air fryer. No, no, I, I we we I do. We have air fryer. We have the uh, we have this toaster oven. I mean toaster. Um, what do you call these things? Uh, yeah, to, you know, toaster, but toaster oven, it, yeah. it also converts where it has this tray. You slide it into it, and you can, like, reheat stuff to where Yeah, that's good for pizza. That is good. Yes. Yeah. yes, that's the only way I eat reheated pizza, and I don't eat, and I don't eat um, crust. I hate, first of all, I hate thick pizza, thick crust pizza. I got to be have thin crust. I love I like thin that. crust. Brick oven pizzas. Are you with me on that, Robert? 100%. No, yeah. we're on the same page there. I'm yeah. with you. I'm not because, a pizza guy. I don't love the deep dish. I don't love it. I don't need like it. Thin, yeah. I like thin crust. First you of all, you don't like pizza, Barrett? I'm not a pizza guy. No, I, no, I, I really. eat it. I eat it off necessity. Like if what? I have to. Okay. I'll eat it to maintain life. You know. Let me tell you what pizza you would love. Um, I have a. Uh, <laughs> Trish, what is it? What's that? Here's the thing. He doesn't eat them at home. And he only eats them when he's delivering. <laughs> There you go. He'll do it just to make me mad. That's all. No, Gunner, I'll tell you, a no-no to me, I never put, reheat pizza in a microwave, ever. No, it's gross. No, yes, I can't. I, I'll either do – I don't even mind it if you go real low with the oven and just put it on a on, on a pan in there. That's okay. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But but see, here's the, with, with the with the deep dish beat, it's too much crust. It's too much. It's, it's way too, too much. Yeah. And people, you know, I know so many people, including my family, they love the crust. And I'm like, it's a Midwest thing, the, the deep dish. It is yeah. like Detroit, Chicago. Yeah. I remember when I was at the combine. I had, and it was, it actually wasn't bad. I had, I, there's a real good place right near St. Elmo's, a yep. pizza joint, yep. right on the street, on the yeah. strip there. And it was, it was like, when in Rome, I'll do it, I, I, you know, every once in a while, but I, it's not my preference. I like the thinner crust for sure. No, but, but you, you eat enough crust, it takes away from actually eating the, the pizza. And, you, and you're stuffed after like one slice. I, I want to have yeah, a man. Yeah. yeah, but see, brick, I'm brick, not oven, I'm not brick oven thin crust yeah. pizza is the best. Brick oven thin Agreed. crust. And I make, I make pizzas. Uh, my niece came in from California and, and she made six different kind of pizzas. She made, she made her own dough and everything. I put them on my big green egg. And, and, and did them. I did six pizzas. They eight minutes a piece. Dude, let me tell you something. That quick? It's all, only eight minutes. Eight minutes on a on a big green egg. You know, yeah. I have a big I have a big pizza stone. Put it right on top of there. Nice. And eight minutes. Boom. Pizza's done. Next, next. Dude, we had six pizzas. They were all gone. That's awesome. Gone. Oh. No. See, I I don't do the pizza thing. Like what? No. I mean, like I like I'll eat it all. Like I said, out of necessity. I just I just don't. I'm I'm not, I'm not a pizza guy i'm just not a i'm not really a cheese guy that's what it is bear i didn't think there was a food group you were opposed to (laughs) yeah like i eat that's like that's a weird thing like me almost that you don't like (laughs) right (laughs) well see you know (laughs) i don't like i like if i we everybody picking i'm not picking pizza I'm not doing no it. No kidding. Just, no. Well, like, I'll tell you, it wow. is, and I don't know where uh, times gone by is 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 chiming in from. It said no, no good pizza here. It is tough sometimes to find in, in certain t- areas. <laughs> there you go. Good- That's exactly yeah. right. Next one, Secret Solutions. White yeah. Castles don't sell pizza. <laughs> right. But that's the thing, man. Like, I'll tell you where it's like if you go to the boardwalk. Like New York's got great pizza too, but if you if you go to the boardwalk. Down the Jersey Shore, you could get some killer thin sliced pizza. Yeah, yeah, oh, so good. 
So hey, good. Look, Dank Burrito said, I don't know if I like Baron anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be friends. You don't like pizza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Bro, I get outvoted all the time, man. We won't be I'm like, all right, just give me the wings. I, I, yeah. I, I, and well, it's a good thing is you can always – those places always have something else. You get a burger but, and wings. But then one time I ate pizza, and it was pizza there, and then they had wings. And I had the worst – they were the worst wings ever. Like, they were like – they – it wasn't even like they were done all the way. And, no, that, that's uh, the worst. Uh, if wings aren't cooked and they're rubbery, that's a, yeah, that's a problem. Uh, yeah, bro. I was like, no. So I had to break it down and eat a piece of pizza. I was I was sick. Yeah, was that's mad. a problem. Sills chimes in. Pizzeria Stella in Philly. I don't know if I've ever heard, had that. I'm, I've I, never I, had that one. I got to check that out. Hey, you see, uh, Mr. Taz said, Barrett, you order chicken at a steakhouse. We don't say you have distinguished taste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big picking is right peak is is uh is a goat if you if anybody's ever been there in upper darby it's killer. it's killer it's an upper darby it's I, I grew up on it i grew up i used to we used to walk i would walk there and get pizza from my house the, i'm sorry what's the name of the place peak is it's p-i-c-a-s it, tina fey the actress okay. grew up yeah. in upper darby too yeah she was on jimmy fallon and she had them jimmy fallon surprised her by delivering a, a, a peak's pizza to her oh uh, on, on the on the tonight show it was pretty cool it was pretty cool yeah. Oh, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, good, good stuff. Good, good stuff right there. Um, all right. So a couple other things mentioned the flyers are playing this afternoon. It's just, I guess, I guess something they do in Toronto. It's a two o'clock uh, puck drop. Uh, they're, they're going to uh, see how they, uh, how they fare here. They won the other night against Columbus. Phillies will get their, uh, their NL championship rings April 9th. Uh, that'll nice. be the day that they do that. So that's nice. cool. Cool for them. Um, but I, I, yeah, I started thinking about this, like, we're, we're in a situation where the Eagles are 13 and one uh, are, are on the doorstep of wrapping up the number one overall seed. Yeah. The Phillies get to within two games of, the, of winning a world series. Like we're pretty fortunate, man. And we have a lot of superstars in this town that are fun to watch. It's not definitely not a dull time to be a, a Philly sports fan. That's for sure. You it's, it's a perfect time, you know, cause like I said, when we went through breakfast on broad, we were in the doldrums. It was like, we were locked up in, 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 just you know, hell with with what we had to watch as far as sports. Yeah, it was bad. And we 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 try to make lemonade with spoiled lemons, man. It was just a bad time in, in sports. Period. Right now, man, you know we're hitting it out the park. We are yeah. hitting it out the park. You know, especially you know football is king here in this Philadelphia. You know, we we all know that you got your niche um, Flyers fans, but majority of them are are, are Eagles fans also. Mm-hmm. So when the Eagles are great, it seems like everything is great in, in this place, bro. Everything's yeah. great. And I think these GMs try, you know, in the city, try to one up each other. You know what I'm saying? So now we got to go to the Super Bowl because, you know, the Phillies went to the World Series. But we got to win it now because they just went. They didn't win it. We got to win it now. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. No, you're me. right. You're right. As great as that Phillies run is, you feel a little – you're still a little hungry. Right. You know? You're not quite fully satisfied. Like they gave us some pizza um, yeah. instead of White Castles. <laughs> when you when you consider the size of this market and the passion of this sports base, I mean, it, for the time that I've been here, it's been a rarity when you've had multitudes of teams that have had great success. So enjoy this moment. You know, unfortunately, the Flyers are not among them. But, hey, look, the, the Sixers are playing better. You know, Phillies gave us a great run. Um Eagles best team in the in the NFL right now. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. It doesn't happen often. Plain yeah. and simple. 
Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. And there, we, we've talked about this, but there's all the more the incentive to win it this year because you're going to have to pay the quarterback in the offseason, and that's going to change the way you can go about things and, and the aggression, you know, that you've been able to show. So that's, that is a big, big, you know, consideration when you think about all these kind of things. It's, yep. a, it's a rare opportunity right now to take advantage of it. That's Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, this doesn't mean it's hard to win in the NFL. I mean, very hard to win in the NFL. And it's, it's hard to have a, um, and you know, it's, it's hard to have an owner, an ownership that wants you to win also an ownership that doesn't mind spending money to get where you have to go. Yep. An organization that has a GM that understands what the owner wants, but also understands the pulse of the fans around him to make right. this happen also. That's a, a good point. Of, there's, there's not a lot of places that have both of those together. We just happen to have that here in Philadelphia. You know, just like Jaws said, for us to go out and get Sue and Joseph. Yeah. The same two days. Yeah. I mean, same come week. on, man. Yeah. That's crazy, crazy, yep. crazy, crazy. Now, yeah, that speaks volumes. I, I, most organizations would have would have probably gotten done nothing and, and waited for Jordan Davis to get better, exactly, or, or maybe grab one guy. Certainly not two. I couldn't believe he got both guys and he talked both guys into coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That mm-hmm. was I thought it was just all right. The signing of Linville just on my like, all right, cool. Then they said all oh, the reports are they're trying to get Sue too. I said, there's no way they get Sue. And what does he do? He gets Sue. Yeah, crazy. Oh, crazy. he gets Sue, and you know he also and Sue turned down better offers elsewhere, and so yes. he wanted to come here because he, he felt like he had the best chance to win. Exactly. He he said he wants another ring for his son. Well, thank you, Mister Sue. Let's go get it then. Let's get the yeah. other for the other ring for your other son. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Let's go make it happen. Yeah. No, you know? And let's face it: the longer they play, the more we talk football. Da da da. Let, you know, let's take can, this. Let's take this to like mid February, um, and then I can dust off the, the 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 blue line and 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 talk about third base, yeah, right? and the Sixers. <laughs> no, but then, then then it'll be combine. Then it'll be free agency, the draft, and here we go, man. It's have that, they mastered that or what, man? The NFL's the king. Oh man, it's unbelievable, man. They they're are. they're able to you know yep. to, to maximize every single point in the year. They they maximize all effort into it. I mean, you got the you got even you know even though we'll still be talking about football, we'll be talking about these bowl games coming up, East West Shrine Games, Senior Bowl, going into the um, going into the uh, combine, you know, and and who's you know where we're gonna pick at it, man. This is this is this is what football is all about, man. It's it all is. year round these days, all yeah. year round. No question about it. All right. Let's uh, we'll step aside. When we come back, it is NFL talk time. Uh, we'll dig into the game tonight, as we mentioned. Uh, where you can catch the Sunday ticket now, Coach of the Year, NFC Power Rankings, all in store for you when we come back. Don't go anywhere. He is Derek Gunn. He is Barrett Brooks. I'm Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. I'm going to tell you about Razor Technology right now because data is everywhere in business today. But when it's locked away in silos, it can't be efficiently used, and businesses don't have time to wait for the insights that shape decision-making. Razor Technologies Data Management not only integrates data from wherever it's generated or collected, but provides a uniform structure for storing, interpreting, and distributing it to decision makers. 
Razor helps businesses transform and model their data, use it to populate real-time dashboards, and create shareable reports that highlight key areas of progress as well as warning signs in need of attention. Smart data analytics and the tools to make data insights easily digestible help businesses of all sizes and types discover where they could be untapping significant savings. Razor technology can help you break down your silos and fully realize the value of your data to drive growth for your business. Learn more. Contact Razor Technology today at 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hour number three of the program. Garrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. Remember, at 2.30, D-Gunn will be, uh, will be singing. That's all I have to say. 
Egon will be singing at 2.30, so you want to stick around for that. All right, a couple things, guys. Tonight, uh, <laughs> this is a big game. Jags and the Jets, okay? I, and I'm not joking. If you haven't been paying attention to what's going on in the NFL, both teams very much in contention here. Uh, surprisingly, you know, the Jets had a disappointing loss last week. They are now at 7-7, seven and seven, but they're not that far back. I mean, Miami's the final playoff spot right now at 8-6. and six. Right now, it's the... They're behind the Dolphins to get to that last spot, but you have the Patriots in between, and then it's the Jets at 7-7. Seven and seven. Now, the Patriots hold the tiebreak over the Jets based on head-to-head win percentage, but it's still very doable for them. Jacksonville, yes, still life with the wild card, but this is more about the division. Tennessee's lost four straight. Jacksonville's won two straight. Jacksonville just one game back. They're 6-8 and eight this season. Tennessee is 7-7, seven and seven, so... This is a biggie, and it's going to be Zach Wilson again, guys, because Mike White still isn't healed up from that that rib injury that he's dealing with. But a huge one here in the AFC tonight. This is this is good. this is a game that you know we finally what and in what bizarre world would we be saying Jacksonville Jets? It's going to be a good game. Yeah, is this crazy or what? But looking at, at I love at, it. I love it. Right, I love right. some fresh blood. Exactly. So. You look at you know Doug and what he's what he's done to Trevor Lawrence and turned his career around and made him a, a better player simply by coaching him instead of trying to kick him he's coaching him. Yeah. Uh, you know with with ATN coming off that you know being hurt all last year and now being a really really good back the back that you know that that left Clemson you know and that was a star player at Clemson he's turned everybody you know if your last name is Jones. Trevor Lawrence will throw it to you there, bro. You know what I'm saying? Both Zay Jones and um, Marvin Jones, you know. Right. This is a good team. You know, we beat a good team when they came up here, even in the Clement weather, with inclement weather out there. We beat a good team. We knew that was a good team going into it. Um, now, you know, you look at this Jets team. I, I don't know who they are, what they are, but they've been competing also, man. They're beating teams that – you know, and, and but they're also losing the teams they shouldn't lose to. I think they're a different team when you have Zach Wilson there. I don't think they're as competitive. So I think Jacksonville runs away with it. Um, it's going to be a battle, though. It's going to be a battle. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's going to be a good game. You, you, Jacksonville's one loss record leaves a lot to be desired. But look at the numbers. Trevor Lawrence has 24 touchdowns and only seven picks. He's only been sacked 24 times in 14 games. Wow. At the end, has 917 yards rushing, averaging five yards a carry. James Robinson averaging 4.2 yards a carry. Jermichael Hasty can barely get on the football field. He's averaging 4.9 yards a carry. <laughs> That's crazy, right? <laughs> the team is a rushing team, averages 4.9 yards a carry. Christian Kirk needs 34 yards to be a 1,000-yard receiver. Damn. Zay Jones, Zay Jones is tearing people up. Evan Ingram is, is playing well again. Hey, Marvin, now, how about that? Just, yeah. just talk about that. He resurrected his career. He couldn't even stay healthy in New York. All of a sudden, he's played all 14 games yeah. in Jacksonville. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr., who was a primary receiver before, is like the fourth receiver. He's averaging 12 yards a catch. I mean, this team is this team is loaded. It's just it has taken longer than they thought. The only negative about this team is they don't get to the quarterback much. They only have 20, 26 QB sacks. But the way that offense is rolling right now, if they if they put the heat on the Jets early, that takes a whole lot of stress off that defense. 
It's a great point. And I don't know, like, considering what they were coming off of last year with the coach, it was going to take a little while. Like, you weren't going to hit the ground running with this team. Right. You know, you were going to have ups and downs. So, uh, you know, I, I think from Doug's perspective, he's done an amazing job. But I, I keep pointing out what, you know, what Trevor Lawrence has done here during this this run. So you yep. go back one, two, three, four, five, last six games, and you look at Trevor Lawrence, one interception to go with – 14 touchdowns 14 and one over that stretch going back yep. to the, to the Raiders win when they won 27, 11 or the 27, 20. That's amazing. Yep. He, he's, he's keeping the ball. He's, he's, he's going through his progression. He's reading the ball. I think it's more so Doug. Doug is really forcing the traits that they got drafted, that they drafted for in the, in the first round. Yeah. <clears throat> Recognition and getting the ball out of his hands. You know what I'm saying? You know, see what's going on and get it out. You know, he's not, he's not making them hold it like other, you know, quarterbacks want him to be that the guy that's going to throw bombs all the time. Yeah. No, he reads it, gets it out, reads it, get it out, read it, get it out. And eventually he'll go over the top, mm-hmm. but he's, 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 he's definitely made him a good intermediate thrower now with the system that Doug has implemented. Yeah. I'll tell you the other thing, um, just the other side with the jets. Sauce Gardner is a guy they don't even throw at. No, they don't even look at us. He, he's got that kind of respect already as a rookie. He's a not look at guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's an island type of guy. You know, that's you know amazing. That's that, a Harold Revis type. Yeah, yeah. Revis Island. You know that, and that's man. He he just even in college, man, you could just see he does everything well. He can play man to man well because he's long and linky, but can run, man. And, yes. and then you know, in zone, he understands in zone conceptually where he needs to be at. Oh, by the way, he's not afraid to come up and, and, and um put his nose in there and the run also, man. He's tall too, man. I, I he he plays the part of being more so to me, he looks like he takes he takes a um a what he's a bigger cornerback, but he plays quicker than his size, than his size. should let him. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it's a little misleading. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it right there. Yeah. It's misleading because he doesn't look like he should be that quick. Right. You know what I mean? But he yeah. plays quicker than um than that, though. He's everything they hoped he would be when they drafted him, man. <laughs> you know, anytime you anytime your nickname is sauce and everybody calls you sauce, you're that dude, man. He, like he's six foot three. Six foot three, man, 220. That's like that's like Bobby Taylor. Bobby Taylor was like the same height, yep. same yep. size. But he's fast. He's way faster than Bobby. Yeah. This kid is fast. Man, Bobby could run. Yeah, Bobby Bobby could run. Bobby mm-hmm. ran like a 4-4, a 4-3. Four, four, yeah. four, this kid here runs a 4-3 legit. Yeah. That's, Shane Bobby's career got cut short because of knee injuries. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Did you guys know Bobby played basketball for Notre Dame also? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yes. yeah. I knew he was a great track star in, in high school along with football. I knew because his dad ran in the Olympics. Right, 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 yeah, right. I knew right. that. I didn't know. I didn't know he was that good at hoops. Still. Oh yeah, he was. Uh, he was a great player in high school. Coming, right, out he was like a sixth or seventh man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, ball. Yep. That's cool, man. That is very cool. Um. All right. So a couple other. Uh, the, do you guys see the story? This Jeremy Reeves from the from the Washington football team. So he was on the Eagles practice squad. He was cut like four or five different times from the Eagles and Washington. He ends up finally sticking. Turns into one of their better special teams players, and he made the Pro Bowl. And wow. it was That's really cool. Yeah, like it was really cool if you get a chance to check it out. Like 
they, they had video of Ron Rivera, uh, you know, letting everybody know who got in. But like all, all the players, it was, some of the guys were like, oh, yeah, who else? Who else, man? Whenever they heard Jeremy Reeves' name, they, they got like emotional, man. And then when they told him, he, he was just blown away. It was really, it's a really cool thing. It's per- awesome. perseverance at his finest, man. Yeah, he's like, uh, he brought him in, you know, he's like, hey, you know, Jeremy. And he, he kind of led up to like, you know, he was in trouble or something. Like he was going to get cut maybe or something. Right, yeah. right, right, yeah. right, right. And, uh, you know, that's 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 what it's all about, man. You know, this it, it reminds me a lot of James Harrison. Yeah, he's James another Harrison, example of that. Yeah, so he, the previous year before I got to Pittsburgh, he was in Pittsburgh and they cut him and he went to um, the Ravens. Got cut from the Ravens twice. They finally bring him back. So they bring him back um my first year there so i'm sitting there and i remember i was in the lunchroom and he didn't know who i was and i didn't know who he was so i'm, I'm in the, um we're in camp so it's the first time we get to camp he wasn't there in camp he was uh he got there they actually signed him just before camp so he gets there so i'm sitting down uh i'm sitting down at the table i finished eating so i'm just sitting it up and I'm, I'm sitting with the defense players i'm chopping it up with uh with 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 um with uh james farrier joey porter you know said you know uh Ryan Clark wasn't there, but it was uh, another Clark uh, played. He played um, Clark Hagens. Clark uh-huh. Hagens played outside linebacker too. So I'm sitting there just chopping up with them, and he sits down. He gets through eating. So we're still sitting there, and he looks at me. Hey, Rook, take my tray up. And this is this is my ninth year in the league. I turn around like, hey, who is he talking to? Who is that? Who is he talking to? They were like, bro, boy, you better leave Port. You know who that is. That's Porch out, man. Porch out been in the league like nine, ten years, man. What are you doing, man? Who are you talking to? He said, oh, 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 my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. You know what I'm saying? We became good friends after that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But he like, like I'm going to take his tray up, and it's like my ninth year in the league. Yeah, bro. that's that is a no-no. <laughs> right, That right. is a no-no, man. You're lucky. Right, so, He's lucky you're you're a uh, nice guy. Other right, guys right. So I look, I'm like, what? So long story long, the reason why he got his start is because we were playing, we were going to play against – we were going to play against Cleveland. We're in Cleveland. No, we were in. Yeah, we, no, we were in Pittsburgh at the time. We're in Pittsburgh, and we're playing Cleveland. And at the time, they had a running back. His last name was Green. Uh-huh. He was mouthing off at Jerome Bettis, talking crazy to Jerome Bettis. So Joy, I just, I just, I'm, I'm, we're stretching out there, and he's at the fifty yard line. So we're stretch. They're stretching on their side. We're on our side. We're stretching. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's over there mouthing off a bus. So him and Bussy are mouthing off. So I, I, I. I Lean up casually and I said, Yo, dog, hey, who is dude talking to um Bussy, man? And Joey Porter gets up, what, what? and jumps up, didn't say anything, and just cold cocks him. Oh, geez. This is before the game. He gets suspended from the game. And it, it, every time Joey cuts me, he said, Man, you got me suspended for that game and got me cut from the pistol. I didn't do that, man. No, I didn't. But he got suspended from the game. He goes back to the locker room. James has to start now. He was just a special teams guy now. He has to start now. Well, three and a half sacks later, he yeah, became a man. Of, yeah, you know what I'm saying? The joy ended up going that next year to uh, Miami. He was still starting, though, but you know what I'm saying? He he eventually started, you know, alternating with both guys, uh, Clark Hagens and, and Joy. Damn. But, uh, you know, that's how he got to start, man. That's how he that's got to awesome. start. That's awesome. Man, By the way, Joey Porter's son is going to be a first-round pick. Oh, He's no question. Penn State. Penn yeah, State. Yeah, yeah, stud. Really the fact, good. The fact that people missed on James Harrison, you know, what I mean, people kicking themselves for that one, yeah. right? Right. Man. Ravens cut him a bunch of times, and the Steelers did too, and they finally yep. they finally made the team. Yep. Yeah. And it's Pretty all because of it's all because of Green 
Now gets Joy, yeah, Joy gets Joey Porter suspended. Damn, he kicked out the game. That's and he got funny. his shot. That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. All right, so uh, Ryan Tannehill out for the season, ankle injury. Malik Willis to start the rest of the way. That's you know yet another reason. You know, you look at Tennessee and you say this team may be in a lot of trouble, man. A lot of trouble. So they, they, um, Tennessee, the rest of the way is, you know, they, they have Houston this week at home. If you're, if you can't win that game, then you, you might as well just not even show up for the next two. Then you're, uh, home for Dallas and then at Jacksonville. So there, that's going to be huge at last game of the season. It could come down to that. Could be, that could be for all the marbles. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. Houston's not going to be a push show. Houston's been playing a lot better lately. They just can't finish. They've been playing teams real tough. Ask Dallas about that. You know, right. <laughs> right. No, I don't ask, ask the ask Chiefs Philly. about it. Ask the, the Eagles. Yeah. It was, you know, wasn't, yeah, exactly. wasn't a blowout. Yeah. I mean, you think about it in consecutive weeks. I mean, they took Dallas and the Chiefs to the limit. Yeah. And, and so, you know, and now they're facing a Tennessee team with no quarterback. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's a major trouble. And Derrick Henry, they can't get him going. No, no. Because they, he's their whole offense. That's yeah. it. And now yeah. Malik Willis is still hasn't developed into a passer. He's one. He's still that skittish dude. He takes off too soon. He runs more than he wants to throw the football. Losing AJ Brown was enormous for them. Oh, it was just, oh, my just gigantic, man. Um, I, and this is interesting. So we were talking about the Pro Bowl earlier, and the Eagles had eight guys that made it, and they had uh, nine uh, alternates, I believe, uh, in total. We we I think we just we touched on it how it was kind of surprising that Landon Dickerson made it. Well. He was saying earlier, he was being, you know, talked to today at his locker, and he said, I don't deserve to be at the Pro Bowl. They should have given it to Isaac Sayamalo. He said, Sayamalo taught him so much. He's so underrated, and he should be recognized instead of him. A pretty right, gracious right. thing for Landon Dickerson to do. Absolutely, absolutely, man. But at the end of the day, that's a mauler. That kid is a mauler. Yeah. <laughs> he is a – you put him he's, – he's an explosive dude. You put him in that, that, that phone booth, and he'll just, he'll just annihilate it, man. He's so explosive at the point of attack. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's well-deserved, but Sayamalo also deserves it also. Yeah. Yeah. A giant human, another giant human being. Uh, <laughs> that, that is for sure. Um, Trace McSorley will get his first career start. It's his fourth year out of Penn State. He was with the Ravens, and now he's over there with the Cardinals. But uh, Colt McCoy still out with a concussion. Of course, Kyler Murray out for the year. With uh, with a torn ACL, so it's it's gotten to that point now for the uh, for the Cardinals that it's Trace McSorley time. Yeah, I, I think Cl- I think Cliffy's going bye bye. I think there's going to be some changes there uh, in the desert. Yeah, as it know, should. It yeah. should. Uh, ba- it, it should based on the early season performance. You know, now he's got a built in excuse. There's two quarterbacks down. McSorley you got a fourth year quarterback who's never started. But I think I think Arizona basically has. Has has lost this infatuation with Cliff Kingsbury uh, mm-hmm. at this stage, yeah, uh, rightfully so. He's supposed to be this offensive guru, um, and I think I think last year will cost him his job more than this year because last year they had everything they needed to go deep, and then all of a sudden they lost their first game and bottomed out. And then of course, you you when you think about Kyler Murray, that playoff game that he played, which was horrendous, and they still turned around and gave that dude. 200 something million dollars after that performance in the playoffs. Arizona's a mess right now, man. Yeah. It really are. Yeah. No, fair. You make a good point. And uh, with the last year compared to this year, that's for sure. Um, all right. So, a couple other things. This is a sad one, but pass it along. 
this guy was beloved uh, in the Broncos organization. Ronnie Hillman passed away. He was 31 years old. He had a just nasty battle with cancer. Um, he was on both the Broncos teams uh, a few years back. One mm-hmm. won it, one did not. He was on the one with Peyton Manning that ended up winning. Uh, he was a great runner at San Diego State, uh, put up monster numbers, had a decent pro career, but uh, gone way too soon soon at 31. So, shame. Wow. Wow, yeah. it is incredible. That cancer sucks, man. It does prime, prime of your life in its, in its own. I mean, yeah. 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 I, I just lost a girl I went to, I grew up with, went to grade school, just passed away uh, yesterday. In fact, uh, at, she was 50, uh, wow. had a 19 year old and 18 year old uh, pair, a couple, oh. of, a couple of 18 year old twins. Yeah. Passed away. She, she'd been battling cancer for 17 years, man. Wow. So she, she fought a brave fight. Yeah. So rest in peace, Kim. So, um, all right. So Sunday ticket, we talked about this yesterday, guys, um, is officially moving to YouTube. And they were, um, available on direct tv since 1994 so this is a, a a seismic shift man and they are they are putting out is youtube and google they're putting out you know major coin for this to be the case uh a hundred and uh i'll give you the money here they're they're they um they're paying seven year deal is worth more than two billion per season so it's over oh, 14 billion yeah yep. Yep. multi-year agreement for thursday on Thursday, excuse me, for Google to distribute the league's Sunday ticket package out of the uh, Sunday afternoon games on YouTube TV and YouTube Prime channels. Seven-year oh deal, yeah, more worth more than two billion per season. Um, they had so Directv had been paying one point five billion on an eight-year deal. It expires at the end of this season, so that's that's where it's headed, man. And and look, that's streaming and 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 YouTube and Google are. Or we're the wave of the future, man. It's or, it or, is, or, man. or, or the present, actually, you know, yes. in a lot of ways. And as, cable, as we, cable's as about we to well know. Obsolete. Yeah. Yeah, cable's about to become obsolete. I'm telling yep. you. Everything people is streaming. Want, yeah, these people don't want to pay these astronomical prices anymore, man. Yeah. No. You you, you, you know. want to have that that I, I forget what the term is, and I'm blanking on it, but it's it's not a buffet, but you want to be able to pick and, and bundle and do what you want to do. I love sports. Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab the a la carte. A la carte, thank you, man. Yep. Thank yep. you. Uh, but yeah, that's what you want to do. You want to be able to cherry pick what you like. I, I like pro football, man. All right. I'm going to grab that. I like this. I, I, I want to watch the SEC network. I'm going to, you know, yeah, that's what people want to be able to do instead yep. of being, I mean, face it, let's be real. Like, you know, we all watch TV. How many channels do you never, ever put on? There's tons I don't put on. Yep. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. The very I'm few off- channels I watch, I probably watch 10 different channels, maybe not even. I, I bro, I got Motor Trend. I got Espen. I got to watch NBC. Yeah, and I mean everything else is streaming, man. Yep, everything yep. else is streaming. You, you, um, you, you, you put yourself in great position by making sure you align yourself with these digital platforms, man, because it gives you the time to watch it whenever and however you want to do it. You can stream from your phone. You can stream from a computer. Yeah. You can stream from your television these days. The smart television, the you know, consum- everything consumed. On your phone, I mean, everything is mobile, man. And how how rare do you how rarely do you sit down and, and you're able to just really watch TV? You know, you're right, and that's why I always talk about with our show. It's just such a great advantage that okay, you're at work or you're tied up, you're in a meeting, you got to go do a honey do list. Yep, you're not missing our show. You can always go back and watch any segment or the show in and of itself. Go to JacobSports.com or 
Jacob Sports YouTube channel. You can watch everything that we do in its entirety going back to April when we yeah, started. I, I can't wait. I'm gonna give me a I'm gonna <laughs> give me a red I'm gonna give me a red flag. I go flag on you, Gunner. <laughs> oh. I yeah. do like those commercials. They are pretty funny. <laughs> right. You ever, you ever see those? The uh, yes. I thought you you let the cat out or whatever. Like, right, you said you were bringing the paddles to the to the canoes. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't bring let's, the paddles. Let's, let's, look at, let's look at the videotape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Deacon said he was going to sing. No, I didn't. Yeah, yes, yeah, you yeah. did, Derek. Uh-huh. I you like did it. say you were singing. There's oh no God. proof of this. Hey, it's it's always fun to go back and revisit these, but – um. Because we've done it from time to time. Coach of the year is going to be really interesting, guys. Mm. I mean, oh my goodness, for yeah. the NFL. If you think about it, right? So you have an Eagles team with Nick Sirianni that's 13 and one. That if if they really cared to be, they they probably could have been 16 and one, right? Or or 15 and two to close out the season. Yep. Yep. So best record in football. You yep. have um, you know, Kevin O'Connell, who takes over the Vikings and could ha- has them at 11 and three, even though yep. we may think that they may be a little bit of pretender or whatever. They've had an unbelievable year. You have Dan Campbell. His team started off terribly, and they may end up in the playoffs. And he's, you know, rejuvenated Jared Goff and just done an amazing job. You have Brian Dable, who has a Giants team that has very limited talent. I mean, let's face it, who are likely going to be in the playoffs. They need one more win to get in. Um, and they're eight, five, and one. You know, you, you there's a million ways that you could go with this thing with, with guys having just unbelievable. Kyle Shanahan's on his third quarterback. They're ten and four. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of different ways that you could go with this thing, um, and not be wrong. How about Doug Peterson and what he's done in Jacksonville? Hey, how about how about if they get in? What about Ron Rivera? Good point. I mean, with all was- that he has to deal, with, all the stuff upstairs he has to deal with. Yes, I mean yeah, they were that's, that's huge right there. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Vikings got a little bit easier, but I mean, do you think this is a rookie head coach, man? Got 11 wins, bro. Yeah, I mean Dan Campbell's wins. team. Dan Campbell's team was three thirteen and one last year. They're making a move for a playoff push. Brian Dable's team last year, before he gets there, four and thirteen. He basically takes the same nucleus, puts them in prime playoff position. Rivera's team was seven and ten last year. Their team, they can make the playoffs. Connell Vikings were eight and nine last year. He gets eleven wins this year already, Jeez. and they still have three games to play. Huh. Yeah. It is unbelievable. I mean, I look. It, it's going to sound biased, but if this if this guy leads the Eagles to a one loss or a two loss year, how does he not get it? Yeah, and like Parlay says, what about Daniels down in Miami? Don't yeah. leave him up. Yeah, that's another candidate, depending on what they do. You know, it's, it's fair. It's fair. You know, and you have other guys who just don't get any any kind of love, like Cincinnati's coach Taylor. Nope. Guy got him to a Super Bowl last Taylor. year, and they're they're peaking at the right time. Right? He didn't even win it last year, did he? Who won it last? I don't year? think he did. What won the division? <clears throat> no, no, coach of the year. Coach of the year. Oh, I don't know. Ooh. Let me look it up, man. Wow. It wasn't McVeigh. No. No. Andy. I don't know. That's crazy because I mean, that's crazy. Man. We don't know it, man. Because I mean, we made it to the playoffs and we were thinking that, that that Nick Sirianni was, and he was a rookie. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, they said Vrabel did it. Oh, it might have been. It might have been Vrabel. Yep. Because they had the number one seed, and it's a. I guess it's based. On, it was Vrabel. It's based off of the. Um, <clears throat> 
off of the regular season. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Dank and, and Danny. Appreciate it, man. Yep, um, yep. Yeah, that's it, it was Rabel. They're right. They're absolutely right about that. Um, all right, so let's hit a couple other things here. Let's go into our rankings, our NFC rankings. Again, the the most fascinating part of this, I guess you could you could say with this one, three, four, and five is pretty interesting um, for the NFC. Who wants first crack? I'll take it. All right, Gunner. All right. Uh, my number five, Detroit. Okay. Detroit. Detroit's my number five. Yep. They're playing the way they're balling right now. They're going to leapfrog over some people. I like the way Detroit's playing on both sides of the football right now. Mm-hmm. And their team, we've how many times have we said their team nobody wants to see in the playoffs because they're, they're playing with house money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number four, Minnesota. Number three, Dallas. Two, San Francisco. One, Eagles. Okay. Okay. Ah. Mm. I'm pretty close. Who, pretty who's your close. Who's your number five? All right, so I go Lions. Ah. I go Vikings. Ah. I go Cowboys. Yep. I go Niners. I go Eagles. Exactly why, what I had. Yeah, and why did I do that? Because when the Cowboys and the Vikings went went face to face, even though the Cowboys have one two one more loss, yep, they beat them up. And I so I still have to put them there. Um, yeah. I think the Lions are worthy of that spot. I know it's crazy with their seven and seven record, but I don't. I trust them more than I do like the Giants or or Washington or Seattle or, or Seattle. Yeah, who's also seven and seven. Uh, but yeah, that's I, I. It's funny. You and I are usually on the same page with these rankings, Derek. But yeah, I know Lions. So what does that mean for me, man? It means, it means you're, you're, you're going to be special. You're going to be different than us. I guarantee you that. That's good. You are, I am, man. And, and, and the only reason why, because they beat that Washington team, man. Okay. They beat Washington. So I'm going to put Giants there instead oh. of, putting, you know, yeah, I'll put Giants there. Giants have one more win than, 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 you know, than they have. So I'm going to go Giants. Then I'll go Minnesota. Then I'll go Dallas, 49ers, then Eagles. But I put the Giants there because they're going to beat Minnesota, bro. You think so? They're going to beat Minnesota uh, tomorrow. You think so? I mean, on on, on Saturday. I think they're going to beat them. And where's that game play? In Minnesota. Mm. They ain't beat Minnesota in Minnesota, bro. They just just squeaked out a win against the Colts. And that Eagles, that that Giants team is better than the Colts. Okay, let me put it like this then. Could the Giants have come 33 points down to win that game? No. No. Okay. (laughs) And what do you think will happen in Minnesota's house? You think the Giants can score 33 points a game? No. Minnesota accidentally scores 30 points a game. But I just think that um, that defense is going to have – first of all, it's played on Saturday, and that was my biggest thing. It's played on Saturday at 1 o'clock. You know what I say about their yep. quarterback, the yep. Minnesota's quarterback, Cousins, playing on the, not Sunday at 1 o'clock. It's Saturday at 1 o'clock. So that's they- one of my major reasons. <laughs> If Dayball takes that team into Minnesota and beats Minnesota, he automatically moves up to my one, number one candidate for coach of the year. <laughs> and, and, then they, and then they got the Colts the week after that. Oh, yeah. Oh. Let's see. Yeah. They'll beat the Colts. Ooh. And then, hold on. And then they'll have a Giants game where we're all, we'll already be locked up for, for, the, uh, for the number one seed. So that game will mean nothing to us. So this Giants team is going to sneak into the playoffs. Mm. Two. They're sneaking into the playoffs, bro. How many wins do the Giants need to get in the playoffs? Just one. Just one win. Just one to get in. Yes, yeah. they, 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 they're eight and what? Eight and eight and eight, five and one. Yeah. Yeah. 
So they got one more win as nine. They're they're in with well, and, and think about it. That Eagles game, very likely the Eagles aren't playing for anything. If it means nothing to things us. really go poorly, you know. Yeah. Well, the Giants will get that win next week against the Colts. They ain't getting this win Saturday against Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. But even still, even still, they win the next two games. They're in. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. And they'll win the next two games because the, the Eagles have nothing to play for. Uh, back, give your play. order. Give your order again. I would give so I'm going order. Giants, Minnesota, Giants. Dallas, 49ers, and Eagles. Okay. Yeah. You think the Giants? Could, you think the Giants could stop Detroit's offense right now? No. Uh, see, I, I'm. I'm just saying the Giants team is is built for for. But they have the. But see, Detroit. Detroit has to win, win out to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, I know. They have to I, win out. All the Giants have to win is just one more game. I know. But that's I'm only saying, I'm saying that. If you match up Detroit against the Giants, Giants oh, can't Detroit stop. win. Detroit it, Giants can't stop them. Yeah. But as, in saying that, if you line up Minnesota against uh, against the Detroit Lions right now, right now, not before, right. but right now, I think Detroit will beat them also. I know that I agree with. Especially both teams playing in a dome controlled environment. Yep. So yeah, I mean that's why I'm saying that. Yeah. So I just see I'm I'm looking at the Giants schedule. They just have a you know, they got a lot easier way to get two wins out of these three. A lot easier way. So that's why I'm saying they make it to the playoffs. I don't think the Detroit Lions make it because the Giants make it. What's this dude SLR talking about? Why is D gun acting like the Vikings can stop a parked car? No, I'm not. <laughs> people, people don't pay attention, man. People do not pay attention. They hear what they want to hear. Dude, what? I don't know. You know what? Let's keep going. I, right. I, I, I can't All do right. it. All right. Well, let, let's uh, let's come back and hear you sing. That's what I'm talking about. So we're going to come back. Uh, we'll touch on a bunch of different things, including our – and I want to hear from the chat section, too. I want you guys to let us know. Uh, at first, you are going to hear Derek sing Fitness Rebel. But I want to hear what your favorite Christmas song is. Okay. You let us know. We're going to let you know. Derek's going to sing. We'll also uh, dig into a couple other odds and ends, including the retirement of Jim Gardner from 6ABC. My man put in 46 years. That's crazy. 46 years. Insane. Wow. Uh, I'll tell you about a crazy upset that happened last night. We'll do birthdays. We'll do movies. Don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take. We'll be right back. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more 
Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not least, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. away from Christmas. Amazing when you think about it. So I hope everybody's doing well out there. Happy holidays to everybody out there. All right. So uh, a couple things to, to hit here. Uh, Jim Gardner retired. He started at 6 ABC in 1976. I think he took over the anchor desk for the 6 and the 11 in 77, but he's been there since 76. He had his final broadcast last night for the last year. He had, he had dialed it back from doing the 11 and the 6 to just the 6. Um, but if you got a chance, I, I didn't, I didn't see it, but I watched a clip of his final uh, monologue on, uh, on, I think it was on Twitter. Uh, it was really, really well done, well said, well crafted. You know, as you would expect. And he went out just incredibly classy, and I thought it was really funny and really cool. He, le- I guess he was, he was leaving the studios, I guess, to go home, and there were people out the in the in the parking lot tailgating, like his final. Sh- Oh, and giving them a little bit of love. They named the street that's after what's up, man. That's what's that's up, respect man. right there. It was yeah. cool. And the yeah. other thing that was really cool, the, uh, the Radnor police department gave him a police escort from his house to the studio. Wow. So that, that was, that's when, you know, like you're big time, man. Yeah. You got juice, man. You yeah. Got you got, juice, you got man. juice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, good for him. And look to, to have a run like that in any, to, to first of all, to stick around for 46, 47 years. And for Jim, it's over 50 because he was at other stops before this. To do it for as long as he did it is is it's extremely hard in this it business, is. especially and, in this day and age. Yeah, and to do it at one place and to dominate in ratings the way that he has for that long is we'll never see it again. We will no. never see that happen again. So kudos to him, man. He went out, you know, in a big way for sure. Yeah. Well, maybe the other stations can finally close the gap. Yeah, that'll be interesting. They've been trying for a long time. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, he, he, uh, Anthony says he started there at age 28. Yeah, that's, that's young to, to get an anchor spot in Philadelphia at, at age 28. So, uh, pretty amazing, pretty amazing run that he, uh, he had. That's for sure. All right. So, uh, a couple other odds and ends Eastern Illinois 
became the largest underdog winner in the modern era. They were 31 and a half point underdogs to Iowa and upset them last night. They won the game as 31 wow. and a half point underdogs. That's awesome. Crazy. 30, 31 and a half point underdogs? Yep. And you're talking about a perennial, a Big Ten school, Iowa, a perennial, Fran, McC- Fran McCaffrey is their coach, perennial tournament team. You know, uh, to go down to Eastern Illinois, man, that's a that's a biggie, man. That's a good for Eastern Illinois. Can you imagine a return on somebody putting the money on that game on the underdog? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's yeah. Christmas money right there. Yeah, you got a nice little payoff, man. Wow, yeah, that's for sure. Um, so pretty cool there. Uh, Travis Hunter, who was the all-purpose corner and receiver, who chose Jackson State over. He had offers everywhere. Florida State was, I think, where he initially committed to. But he followed Deion Sanders to Jackson State. He is continuing to follow Deion Sanders. He's going to Colorado uh, with Deion. Yeah. Not surprised, man. You know, know, it's funny how there has been so much, so much um, banter about Deion, whether or not he sold out. How could you leave Jackson State? Also, it has been so many people on both sides of the fence, you know, and when you think about he brought this team out of the dirt, okay, he put in money from his own salary to refurbish stadiums, locker rooms. He gave them a, a, a national a national profile at least for three years just by his presence. He took a team that was going nowhere the second year he wins the conference championship, the next year he goes undefeated until the bowl game. They lose their bowl game. I thought it was 41-34. Yeah, it was a back and forth game. Look at the look at the volume of players he got to go there. Look at the pride that he instilled. Now, see, I'm of the frame of mind is, you know what? How long did you expect him to stay there? I mean, really, I if, if he wants to coach, you know, is there name a coach that doesn't move around? Right. Except for Nick Saban, maybe. But name a coach that doesn't move around to get to where he wants to go. Well, and, you know, the bottom yeah. line is that's his prerogative to do what he wants to do where he wants to do it. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And, and there, there's a lot of stuff coming out by how about how some of the things he was promised never happened. There was, you know, issues with, with certain things from an administration standpoint. And, and I, you know, he got to the point. And by the way, he's, he, Dion said the same thing. He said, I never said I was staying here forever. Exactly. He said, I was no. going to come here, make changes, bring awareness to, to historically black colleges, et cetera. And I did that. I, I promised everything I brought and I won. He said, he said, you know, I, I knew there wasn't going to be a tombstone that says right. Deion Sanders, that I was going to die here. Yeah. I mean, I understand that, man. And, and, we don't know all the stuff that went on, the promise that were made by both parties, by Dion and with the university. You know, I know a lot. I know a lot of stuff. You know that I know about that didn't happen. That was blatantly just crazy that he even stayed as long as he did. But also understand, you know what what you know a lot of the naysayers were saying as far as him not staying and and, and you know not going to another uh, HBCU. At the end of the day, you were talking about three hundred thousand dollars, of which he gave. $150,000 of his salary back yeah. to the university. Yes. From $300,000 to $5 million. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Yeah. What do you want me to do? Not I only mean, that. When tell he took, me. When he took over the school, he said he wanted more NFL scouts to be aware of the talent at the, the historically black colleges. He had a pro day and had 26 representatives from NFL teams come out. That had never happened before. And, all, and called out 
He's what he say, called out the six that weren't there, that weren't there. <laughs> including the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know. So including I mean, what more? What, what more do you want from this man? Yeah. I mean, let's face it. Three hundred, like you said, three hundred thousand, five million. Now people say, well, <laughs> Dion doesn't need the money. You don't know well, what Dion need. You don't know exactly. You don't know. I mean, I know he's what he went through a divorce. I don't know if he's paying alimony or not, but you know, it's still, it's his life. Mm-hmm. He went somewhere. There are a lot of coaches that will not even go to one of those schools. Yep. Okay. He went there. He matter of fact, Dion didn't have anything more than high school coaching experience. Okay. Now let's face it, they took him because of his name. Okay. Yep. But I believe Dion could have gone to a much bigger program, started off as a position coach, and mm-hmm. then taken over the program if it didn't excel. Okay. Yep. He went there specifically to help that college and to help black colleges get more recognition, more identity. He did that in three years. Yep. And, he, and, he, and he did that. And, and, what, do you, and what do you want? I hear you. What, Listen, what I, hear you I, I don't begrudge him for, for doing better for himself and, and, it's not he's not turning his back on anyone he 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 took the gig to begin with to, to help put you know raise awareness for those schools so he, he's a football coach i don't fault him yeah I don't that's, what, that's what he said i'm a football coach period yeah not a miracle worker is what he said <laughs> right if you, if you look at if you look at the list of coaches in the college ranks in the nfls look at their bios look at how many stops most of them have made to get to yeah. where they want to be yep I mean, they start out at you know colleges like Bug Tussle U, uh, uh, <laughs> junior college, college yeah, junior college, and then work their way up to. I mean, if some of them have gone 10, 12, 15 different places, right. some of them have gone back to a place they left and then went somewhere else again. Sure, it's like, a natural progression for college for football. Absolutely, coaches. man, no question about it. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, let's hit some birthdays and movies, and then we'll get to our songs. And we again, we want everybody's favorite Christmas song in the in the yeah. chat room. Uh, all right, so Ralph Fiennes, the actor, is sixty today. Uh, been in a ton of stuff. That guy. Uh, yep, the, Schindler's List, English, uh, the English Patient. Yeah, excellent actor. He really is. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Gibb brothers, both unfortunately passed, but Robin and Maurice Gibb, uh, both born on this day in 1949. Uh, baby. It was born on this day. Uh, he's 31 years old in 1991. Megan Trainer is 29 years old, singer. Jordan Sparks, singer. Uh, I, hold on. Do you know who her, her father is? Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot. Doggone it. Felipe Sparks. Yeah, play for the Giants. Yeah. For the Giants. How about Felipe that, right? Sparks, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. She's still, to this day, I still love her song, No Air, with Chris Brown. I love yeah, this. Yeah, she's yeah. the youngest uh, to ever win American Idol. I think she was seventeen. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So she's thirty-two. Um, Vanessa Paradise, the actress, she was married to Johnny Depp, uh, is fifty years old today. Uh, Diane Sawyer, news anchor, longtime ABC, is yep. seventy-seven today. Uh, actress, actor, excuse me, Hector Elizondo, who's been in a ton of stuff. He's 86 years old today. Always funny. Always good in the stuff. Hey, let me tell you something. If you get a chance, if you have some free time, you just want to chuckle, watch his movie called Private Resort. Okay. Came out in 1985. (laughs) He's like this shady guy trying to steal his woman's jewelry in his movie. Dude, you're talking about stupid funny. You got to see this movie Private Resort. It's still one of my all-time favorite chuckle movies. Yeah, I like him and everything he's in, that guy. He's really funny. What's his name again? Hector Elizondo. He's been in tons of stuff. E-L-I, yeah, E L I. 
Z-O-N-D-O. Yeah. Yeah, he's excellent. Uh, Lady Bird Johnson, former uh, first lady. Uh, it was born on this day in 1912. Gene Rayburn from the Match Game. The, oh, yeah. Uh, long, long-time game show host. Had the skinny microphone he was hold up. Uh, he was born on this day in 1917. Barbara Billingsley, who was the uh, mother from Leave it to Beaver. Yeah. 1915. Uh, Luther Campbell, two live crew. Doodle Brown. Yes. Go, 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 go. He's 62. <laughs> he's 62, man. Wow. Um, Everson Griffin is 35 years old, still playing. Steve Garvey, 74 years old today. Can't uh, 74. Gee. Yeah, 74. Um, Connie Mack was born on this day, former A's manager. From uh, was born on this day in 19, uh, 1862. He managed till he was 80 years old. Dang. Yep. He was the last manager to <clears throat> not wear a uniform. He wore a suit in the dugout. Uh, Steve Carlton, Hall of Famer, Philly great, is 78 years old today, is Steve Carlton. That's all I got birthdays, and we'll do movies. You guys got any other birthdays? The worst senator in the Senate. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh, uh, it's birthday. All right. Yeah, Texas. Okay. Uh, let's see. Dina Meyer from Beverly Hills, 90210. She's 54. All right. Uh, Chris Carmack from the OC, 42. That's it. Okay. Like it. Uh, okay. Big Tigger from Yom TV Raps. Oh. What? Big Tigger. Yeah, he turned uh, he turned 50. Oh, man. All right. Remember from BET and yeah. also M- MTV? Yeah, he's been on. He's been a lot of stuff. Yeah. He's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right, let's do movies. Uh, any given Sunday, nineteen ninety nine. I still I still watch it today. Absolutely awesome yep. movie. Click and stick uh, yep. every yep. time flipping around. <laughs> uh, Castaway was, was this day in two thousand. Yep, another great one. Another one, yeah, another one. Uh, Little Fockers, uh, twenty ten. <laughs> I don't even know no. which one that. The, the first one is, is the first incredible. The volley, water, water volleyball scenes. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Bust that, the Buster nose. Like... Oh, unbelievable. Yo, uh, that's the funniest ever, dog. Then he painted the cat. <laughs> hey, how told he's like, he milked the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm watching you, fucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that is Ma- funny, bro. bro. Matrix Four was a year ago today. Came out okay. a year ago today. Okay. Um, Night at the Museum was 2006. Meet the Fockers. I think the original was 04. The one we're, yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, Philadelphia was 1993. Tom Hanks and Denzel. Great movie. Historic movie. Historic. All timers. Yep. Uh, another great one. Waiting to Exhale, 1995. Another historic Houston. movie. Yep. Uh, Family Man, which is a good little movie with Nicolas Cage before he really kind of went off the, the rails. Right. Uh, <laughs> it was 2000. He's, a, he's an interesting guy, man, uh, Nick Cage. Uh, that's all I got movies. You guys have anything? Uh, Sing 2 came out in 2021. I love nice. it. I mean, I, I know, Barrett, you don't like music, but this animation is a great movie to watch. That's a, gar- this is a cartoon, though. I can deal with that. I can deal with that. Man, you, you're simple, man. You know that. <laughs> I am, man. I don't say any, I never claim to be anything else. All right, guess so we got some good choices here. Uh, Donald it. Silent Nights, uh, Silent Night Temptations version is phenomenal. He's right; it is. Oh, there's no question. Absolutely awesome. Well, uh, again, my, my mom said I better pick that one, so mom has already been picked. Oh, mom was going to go with that one. Okay. Jim G, Merry Christmas to you and your family too, bro. Yeah, Appreciate thank you guys. Uh, Let it snow. 
Boys to Men is Fitness Rebel's favorite. That's oh, my yeah. all time. That was mine right there. That was yours? Let it snow. <laughs> oh, that's I awesome. I can't sing it all, man. But that, bro, that, that's that's still a Christmas special, man. That, that plays throughout the house. Ray is dead on with this one, this Christmas. By oh, Don Candoy. This Christmas. Great call. You know yeah. what another one? Chris Brown's version of that is unbelievable. Yeah. I uh, never heard. I never heard his version. Oh okay. man, and okay. it's in the movie too. I forget what the movie was called. The stream will get to, but that his rendition of that is amazing. I'm telling right. you. Silent Night uh, by Boys the Men, according oh, to Michael, is, is yeah. also killer. Um, that's cool. That's cool. So, all right, I'll give you mine. Mine's nobody's gonna agree with this, which is fine. Uh, that's okay. Uh, I like. Do they know it's Christmas by Band Aid? Huh? Huh? Do they know it's Christmas by Band-Aid? Let me look Remember this up right now. The, uh, 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 when they got together, they did all the uh, the charity stuff uh, for Ethiopia, and all the artists got together. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? That's a great song. Great song. You got to hear it, man. Silent Night by Stevie Wonder. Uh, Stevie Nicks, excuse me, is really good. Uh, Paul, good choice there. Uh, Vaughn, I think Vaughn and Gunner may be on the same page. You tell me. Are we on Let's the same see. page? Oh, I, I know that song. I, okay, I get you. I get you, man. Feed the I, world. Do they yep, know it's yep. Christmas time? Yeah, Feed yeah. Boy George is on it too. Boy George, it's everybody. It's like yeah. Bono. They get all the a lot of the British artists got together to do that. Yep, one. yep, yep. Bob Geldof was Sting. Was the one. Sting, yes. Thank Durant, you. Durant, my was, God, they Durant. were called Band-Aid. Thank you. They're, yes, they were. Fitness Rebel. They were called you know what the, what Christian's the most, with me. Thank you, Christian. Phil Collins is on the drums. That's correct. But you hey. know what the, the most played Christmas song is? You go to the malls, go anywhere, every year. Mariah's Carey's All yes. I Want for Christmas. That yep, is the yep, most yep. popular Christmas song yep. out there ever. Okay. Yep. I agree with you. This is another great one. Run DMC, Christmas Time in Hollis, Queens. That's it, right. It, it, yep. Yep. Tank. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, all right, Gunner, what's yours? What's yours? Oh, without a doubt, it has been since I was a teenager. Nat King Cole's The Christmas Song. My dad, my dad was singing that. My dad had an incredible voice. My brother sang, oh my goodness. And man, I'll tell you what, that is still, it's still, there's a lot of great ones out there. I listen to them all, but when it, when that song is played, and that's another song. You go to malls on the holidays. Oh, that the song time. is always played. Nat, Nat King Cole's voice was second to none when it came to him singing certain songs. Man, it's like it's hard. His voice was hard to duplicate. It was like velvet, man. I'm yeah. telling you, it was like yes. And I know, I like I. I know he's a heavy smoker and stuff, and maybe that uh, he got a little more, you yeah. know, tenor to the voice. But man, he was unbelievable. He was unbelievable. Oh, no matter what he sang, man, he he when even when he talked, it was just like silk. Yeah, it yeah. was. It really was. Uh, yeah. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Uh, Real zeal likes that That's one. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> that one's been around a long time. Funny. That foot song is funny as heck, man. Well, the people are waiting, Derek. So we got to give it to them, man. We got to give them a little bit of the 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 samplings, the the, the taste of what they've been waiting for. So let's do it. First of all, you know I ain't singing nowhere near like Nat King Cole. Hey, gotcha. I've been sick for a week. I don't know why I agreed to do this, but I'm gonna give it a shot. All right. You know what? It's Christmas. I'm off tomorrow. It's my wife's birthday. So no matter what people think, <clears throat> I don't care. Yes. I'm in a great mood. So yes. <clears throat> All right, Mr. Brooks, you ready? Let's go, baby. <clears throat> All right, here we go. 
Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols will be sung by a choir. And folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows a turkey and a mistletoe help to make the season bright with tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight they know that santa's on his way he's bringing lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh and every mother's child is on the spy to see if reindeer can really fly. And so I'm offering this simple phrase to kids from one to 92. Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas. To you. Woo! That was awesome. I'm serious, man. That was awesome. First of all, it takes guts. That is some stone. And and you nailed it. You nailed it, man. I thought that was really good. My voice has been hoarse for like a week. You brought it, dude. I'm serious. I can't even sing my name right. You just sang the whole song. <laughs> no, that's major props. Right, man. I, my voice sounds like somebody being, you know, choked to death or something, man. And, oh man, you, know, you got, you got, you, you can sing, bro. I can't <laughs> sing. You can sing. Oh my I, god, I, I, I ain't gonna take that from you, bro. I ain't gonna joke with that, man. That's, that's, uh, you're getting, that. you're getting rave reviews in the, uh, yeah. in the chat room. Man. I appreciate there you all. Go. The family, there you go. All family in the chat room. I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate Barrett and Rob, and I appreciate y'all, man, for being kind. Sure, Trish. Feliz Navidad. Hey, exactly. Hey, um, I'm going to sing that one. Sis, Jose, sis. Jose Feliciano, right? Yeah. I want to hey. wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. See, she wants to put me up there. Well, I can't hit it right now. Yeah. I can't hit it. <laughs> You're a little congested. He did it. He did it this time, sis. He, he did, did. He, he did. He brought it, it home. Time, yeah. He brought it home. I got. I got. I can't. I can't even hate on him. I can't even crack a joke. Man. You, <laughs> you did a great job, bro. You did a yeah, great very job, well man. done, yes, man. Very yes. well done. <laughs> yes, um, yes. All right. So we know. Listen, you'll be. You're going to be off. So we have to wish you, Derek, a very, very merry and Trish, yes. a Mike very bro. merry Christmas and happy holidays. Bro, Enjoy bro. it. Yeah, bro. You you better. You better. I'm I'm coming for real. What's that? To get my cookies. What are you talking Talk about? To Look, if you want cookies, but you'd have to come in even because see, well, first we're taking her out to dinner. She finally agreed on a place after driving me nuts for three Where, hours. Where are you going? Where are you going? It's a place called Two Claws. It's it's uh it's a seafood place. The food is oh yeah, yeah. The, the, they got the, the bag, the boil bags. Yes, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yes, so you get shrimp, lobster, crab, nice, whatever uh, you want, gotcha. potatoes, corn on the cob. Uh and she's gonna come home, open gifts, and uh and then uh, she's gonna go to baking cookies with her two grandkids. Which I'm, I gotta film some of this because on Cruz, Cruz gonna have flour in his hair, chocolate <laughs> up his nose. Now Ari, I don't know what she's gonna do, but you tell her something. She's gonna do the opposite anyway. Bro, bro, right. then she gonna look at she gonna look at you with them big blue eyes, and you just go, you just gonna go mm -hmm. ahead and just, yep. you gonna just melt and do whatever she tell you to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all, right. all right, all right, come here. No. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. And she, like when her dad tries to pick her up, all right, come here. Stop it. 
Let me yeah. see. <laughs> and I said, oh. I'm howling, dude. Right, well, hey, Merry Christmas, up. Derek, to, to oh. you and all the family. Looking forward to seeing you next week. Yeah. I want to wish everybody on our chat, man. You guys, you guys, even when you're critical, trying to be funny, taking shots at us, I don't care. I love having you guys in the chat. You guys do an awesome job. Yes, Merry sir. Christmas to you guys. More importantly, have as much fun as you can, but be safe out there, please. Yep. Just be, be safe. safe. Well Enjoy said. your family and friends and the weekend. That's the most important thing. Amen. Amen. Well Amen. said. All right. Uh, Barrett and I back tomorrow. Uh, stay see tuned. You, you have the National Football Show with Dan Cilio. Thanks to everybody in the chat, everybody streaming, everybody listening. Thanks to Xander Krause. We will see you guys tomorrow at the same time. Derek, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll be see back you. tomorrow. Barrett, Rob, Derek, we are Sports Take. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps.